a Shishkin Productions podcast. You have your radio recording devices on? Get them on. It happens all over the world. People come together, kicking a soccer ball around, and it's a great uniter. Find me. I don't care anymore. Drain my bank account. I don't give a shit anymore. Okay? Hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Calling All Casuals. We are here. I am Alexi, as always, trying to surpass Alexi Lawless. Uh, We also have Amy. Yo, what's up, guys? It's Amy, the in-house casual here keeping it casual yes spring baby amy and <laughs> spring i'm baby amy. <laughs> eric who has done no producing for summer baby eric two weeks in a row yeah, yeah. well it's okay you're on i hear chilling you know yeah maybe that's why you're forming in the fucking pickup games is suffering because <laughs> you haven't been putting in the work here Oof, could be <laughs> it could have played a role and i'm producer jordy aka Quizmaster jordy aka the north london derby jordy I have oh. a surprise for you. I'm coming for you on the next segment. All right. With the quizzes. Okay. I, I, I got a good quiz lined up for today. You got, you got one today. in the chamber? Oh, yeah. I got. I think that spring baby is going to get tested. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, Amy is such a spring baby, like literally, bro. It's crazy. That's you a, just learned my birthday and uh, learned that I'm a fire sign. I'm an Aries. Y'all are all Gemini. Three Geminis in one room. Whoa. One spring baby <laughs> and three summer. I'm, I'm and a, I'll let you. Three gems. Like. Three a, gems. Three summer gems. What was I? An, an, air, an air sign, right? You're a yeah. Gemini. Yeah, air I'm sign. A, I'm an yeah. airbender. Hell yeah. You were Aries. Harry Kane. Um, uh, last week, real quick, we were excited for Amy was excited for Champions League somehow because but it had just ended. But well, you're still but, excited, but, which is cool. But like, it, <laughs> like Simon lasted yeah. a whole week yeah. afterward. It really it's very did. impressive. There's more matches next week, so yeah. yeah so you'll, it's you'll probably going to be my same answer for the end of the episode. Eric, you're excited it's for the exciting. North London Derby, and it did not disappoint. Very contentious match, very tight between the two teams. Uh, a very controversial handball call in that one as well. Mm. Every fucking match has controversial handball calls yeah, nowadays. Dude. The shit is the shit is bunk. Let's just use our I, hands. I I don't know. <laughs> there we go. I don't know what. A handball is anymore. There like they go. just call it if fucking a, randomly if all I had a of a sudden. Dollar for every time I heard him say that. It's, yeah, it's, dude, it, it it sucks. I hate how they keep constantly changing all the rules every year. They right, well, they tweak them here and there, and curmudgeonly. No one can keep the, up. Curmudgeonly start to the show. Uh, Jordy, Europa League is what you put. I, yes. Did you watch it? Yeah. I, well, I watched a, a couple of match. I because they were most of them aired at the same time. You have to watch one and then go back and rewatch the other ones. But right. the um, um, the Liverpool match didn't disappoint. Um, and then I caught some of the Brighton uh, AEK Athens match, the AK Athens well, that match. That one was spicy. And it was very spicy. Yeah, Brighton ended up losing, which uh, no one saw coming. So I've got, uh, I put for mine ahead, Portland's journey to the playoffs. Let me walk you guys through some shit. Okay. Portland beat Colorado 3-2. to two. Before that, they played San Jose, beat them 2-1. to one. Before that, they played Austin, beat them 2-1. to one. Before that, played LAFC, beat them 2-0. Then, before that, played in Seattle against Seattle, 2-2 draw. Before that, played Salt Lake, beat them 2-1. That's now six matches in a row that the Timbers haven't lost. Uh, They are very well on their way to the playoffs, and I don't want to jinx it, because the Western Conference is very tight. Second place right now in the Western Conference, 45 points. Uh, The second to last place is 34 points. They're separated by about 10 points, the entire conference. So, uh... Yeah, Portland could very well drop out. You know, we're we're right on the cusp. We're seventh, but uh, we're on our way to the playoffs. I think. And yeah. this and this uptick in uh, performance was caused by the sacking of of the Gio, gaffer. Right? I know you're you're that's, right. That's crazy. It is that's very crazy. nuts. I wouldn't. It have... turns out he was the problem all along, huh? 
Oh, well, I mean, we can say that, I guess. I wouldn't, I mean, I wouldn't put that on him. I like All him, signs but. point to yes. Right? Gio, come on the show and uh, argue with producer Eric. Tell Perfect. Him, tell him what really happened. Let's hey, get, get over the real here, story. Gio. Uh, let's do the social plugs real quick, and then we'll, we'll, we'll continue. All right, y'all. You know where to find us. We are at Calling All Casuals on TikTok and Instagram, and also our Gmail, callingallcasuals at gmail.com. Don't forget the Twitter at calling casuals Don't so forget Don't check forget us out it. all the places i've forgotten the twitter i have i haven't checked that thing in, in ages yeah you know twitter is dead yeah. i'm just gonna say it it's it on is. its way out but yeah. we still have the the page up we are so crushing like it on to TikTok. tweet us yes tiktok is that's where it's where it's at yeah it's that's where, where our, you can find the the best content it's where our bread is buttered you're gonna do so any to uh, tiktok dances on there for us Amy? N- absolutely not oh, okay. <laughs> no dance right. i thought we were all gonna do the panenka dance <laughs> oh <laughs> what's that a panenka is what you call someone who's on the pitch who uh, is, is overly, being, uh, flamboyant. overly flamboyant flashy yeah, yeah. oh <laughs> yeah. interesting um all right last week's picks uh i got nine of them right i'm not I'm, I'm fucking i was flying and i nailed my lock sporting kansas city two to one Producer you Eric. and Portland are Absolutely. on their way. We're on the yeah, up and you're, up. You're killing well, it. It's the fall time. I'm starting to get Who into my groove. Who did you sack to get all this form? <laughs> I yeah. fucking uh, I don't even know. There's summer. a lot. Yeah, I sacked the summer. Perfect <laughs> sack of the summer. Um, all right. <laughs> all Eric, right. Eric had four right. I'm in the mud. Yeah. Amy again. had seven right. Unfortunately, did not nail the lock. But it doesn't matter. Even if she did, I would have won because I'm a fucking beast. And now it was close. It, it was close. It was Let's close. Just say that. So what's happening is the MLS season is quickly coming to a close. There's five matches left, I think. Uh, five match days. Yes. Different teams will play different amounts. So Portland, right. I think, only have three matches left. But either way, you and I are both on 12 wins. It's so it really is going to come com- down to coming it. Coming down to the wire, for sure. Yeah, Bruce Eric's still in the mud. No uh, pressure. And we'll see what happens. Uh, all right, let's get into it. The news and the tea. There's a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of shit happening this, this week. There's yeah. a lot of drama. So Amy, why don't you kick it off? Um, well, one thing that I'll start off with, um, because you were talking about the North London Derby, I found this article pretty funny. This guy means he does. I don't know him. Um, you probably have to help me with his name. He's a, an announcer, Jermaine, or not an announcer, like a personality, yeah. a pundit, if yeah, you will. Yeah, yeah. Jermaine Genus. Genus, I Genus. think, right? Jermaine Genus. And he was a oh. former player, um, now, you know, behind the mic. I just thought it was funny he was getting roasted in the comments people were like oh this was the most interesting thing that he said but he was complaining about the refs in the the match which i i didn't watch it is this the handball you were talking about indeed it is um but i the most ironic thing was that he in july had been a part of this kind of public campaign backed by the fa calling for fair treatment and like no abuse for the referees and then he's out here you know calling out the quote shithouse referee yeah what did he what did he write he tweeted something he just basically said um he said sorry i can't find his tweet he he said shithouse complete shithouse i have it here complete shithouse of a referee they're all ruining the game right right very uh i just thought i just thought it was very funny that somebody you know the internet never fails uh, they put this together like you're saying this now but in july you were singing another tune yeah. and there's like if you google the article there's you know screenshots of him doing this campaign and he like looks so serious like talking yeah. about how he probably got paid off by the refs yeah i just thought it was funny it's you know 
That's it, it, it's it's uh, you know it's hypocrisy at its finest. Um, there is. I'm gonna I'm gonna save the more like real tea for a, in in a second because uh, yeah, there is. I want to do some fun stuff first. Mudrick's crossbar challenge. Oh this shit is crazy. Mauricio Pochettino, <laughs> like I guess he was talking to the press and he was like. Yeah, you know, basically, like, yeah, Mudrik has had a tough time fitting in. He's not playing very well. He's, he's terrible. But I want <laughs> to get him involved. And he's like, and, you know, I think it was the craziest thing. He said, I like to play, like, hitting the crossbar with him from outside the box after. I think that'll, like, help revive his form. And it's like, what? Is that how bad he is? He's down that low now where, like, just Mauricio Pochettino trying to play crossbar with him after training is, like, considered a, a win? And at the end of it all... And he doesn't even win, Pochettino dude. said he beats him. <laughs> the coach beats the fucking professional player at crossbar. And it's just like, God, what? Like, <laughs> yeah, man. That probably makes him feel worse that you went to the press and exposed that. It's clearly yeah. not helping him because he had another horrible night um, at the weekend. And also midweek in the cup where he was just ineffective yet again. He's... He is the U Ukrainian Adama Traore. Oh, yeah, that, that is how I ex explain him to like everyone because he has world-class pace, world-class acceleration, but he doesn't have any IQ on the pitch. He just yeah. he doesn't know how to play the game. And in England, the game is so fast, so, so fast that like when you receive the ball, you have to have an idea of what to do with it already. And yeah. he, he doesn't. He just wants to use the pace and acceleration. Like, hit it into the open area and then beat your man with pace and you it, can't do that constantly all yeah. the time you're going to lose the ball that's exactly what happens it's, so I don't see how this crossbar challenge is going to help him <laughs> it's just like hey let's <laughs> let's practice not scoring goals and then you're going to be very confident it's like no I, dude I think I think the reason that he's doing it is saying it's going to help him is because it's like just from a psychology perspective to like try to like t remove yourself from the seriousness of the game because it seems like he's weak mentally because even in this Damn. thing he's a, he's a child dude yeah, like, yeah he, that's what I'm saying though but he's, he's what 22 he's hardly played any Pochettino, football Pochettino's quote he said to me today Speaking of Mudrik, Mudrik said to me today, I'm not going to play anymore with you because you always win. <laughs> oh, my God. And then Pochettino responded, yes, because I have the belief, the balance in between belief and quality. I know very well because I'm 51 years old and you are still young. You need to still know yourself. And it's true. It's wow. like it's a psychological issue. Like, but he I just needs to train better. That's it. Boom. And like try to get out of his own mind, I think. Yes. He needs to go upstate and eat some mushrooms. He probably. Um, he's a casualty of the money. Like he went over there for like over a hundred million U.S. dollars as a child who hasn't even been playing for that long. He doesn't actually know how to play the game properly yet. And when you head over to a top club for a uh, hundred fucking million dollars, everyone will be like, "Oh my god, you have to be like amazing, incredible player." And he's obviously not that currently. And so. It affects him, it affects the team, it yeah. affects everything we, around it. And you've seen that kind of like what we were talking about last week. You know, Harry, uh, Harry Maguire goes to Man U for w well over 100 mil. Most, and he was a good defender prior to going to Manchester United and then completely fell off. The the pressure. Yeah, it the, just, the it price just got tag is, and it killed is, him. It's a heavy, it's heavy. The art of the segue. You guys crushed it because another thing that we had in this rundown was a TikTok that I saw from someone. And again, look. I didn't double check the research. I don't know the, if these facts are right. But 
he, he's, he's saying uh, basically how much each big six club has spent per point in the last five years. So, example, uh, Spurs have spent 680 million pounds, uh, and that has resulted in, over the last five years in 336 points. So they've spent two million pounds per point. <laughs> There's a lot of, uh, you know, mess. Like, it's not really a realistic yeah. way to look at things. But I, I do think it's funny. I Arth- think it's a funny way to look at things. You know, So sixth is Liverpool. 583 million pounds spent for 437 points. So 1.3 million pounds per point. Man City are fifth. 1.8 million pounds per point. Uh, they, uh, Spurs, like I said, are fourth at two million pounds a point. Arsenal have spent 2.2 million pounds a point. United, with their Harry Maguire thing, have spent 2.5 million pounds a point. And first is obviously Chelsea. <laughs> they have spent in the last five years 1.5 billion pounds Hell yeah. to, to earn 328 points, meaning that they have spent 4.5 million pounds a good per deal. point. That's a good deal. <laughs> That's insane. That's essentially over Inflation. twice what like everyone else has dropped, right? Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Pretty it much. Is, it is an That's interesting way to look shocking. at the numbers. I mean, from a business perspective, nobody's going to analyze in that way, but I guess like from a fan perspective, like how do you feel? Like I, I hate it. It's, 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 em, it's embarrassing because <laughs> they're, they're just throwing all this cash well, away. I mean, that's the joke. Like everybody knows that now. They right? don't know like, what they're doing. Well, these new American guys who took over the club right. have no idea new what American they're doing. New American is good for a restaurant genre, but not <laughs> for American. an ownership. Well, and, and and some context to that too. When the American ownership took over, usually it's like you know you keep on. The, the 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 medical staff or what things like that are gonna keep um, continuity within the club. Yes. They fired everyone, everyone down to the people making the food. They got rid of literally everybody. So that's gonna be very jarring to to anything. It's, it's true. It's you, the American way. I yeah. just love how every time with Chelsea come up, we all like it's all directed <laughs> to Eric. It's like so. Please speak on behalf of Chelsea. Oh well, there's a link in here that I'm gonna have. I to got a lot to say. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I got well, a lot to say about Chelsea. Ag- again, about, another segue into so, the Americans. Oh, we can do the Americans. I was gonna do a segue into Jordy's team. Yeah, because oh. they also uh, they, yeah. they, they also spend money pretty recklessly. I'll they don't even spend one. it. They just pretend that they already yeah. paid their taxes. That yeah. kind of yeah. shit. So what it they says? They pretend here, like they have money. Yeah, cheating ass Barca. <laughs> cheating ass Barca, allegedly. So no, the, I think I, it's confirmed. I have, I have a charge. fucking bone to pick with this. I'll let you do it. Okay. I have a really oh. salient point. That's fine. So the headline here is Barcelona get boned. probed. <laughs> I'm not going to get boned. or probed. One of the two. I don't know. Barcelona oh, probed. I'm not getting boned or probed. But Barcelona <laughs> probed for suspected keyword suspected no. bribery what? in the ref case. This has been happening for years. What article Allegedly. are you reading? <laughs> the one you guys put in there. There's no allegations. It's The charge has been determined. Yeah. Yeah, Barcelona been have been charged with suspected bribery. It's just suspected. <laughs> Typical Barca fan. Completely delusional. <laughs> They've previously been charged with corruption in sport, corruption in business, false administration, and falsification of commercial documents. Yeah, I mean, these things Barcelona happen. Barcelona <laughs> are fucking broke. These they're faking happen. all their documents. They are a, they're a small fucking club, yeah, honestly. Yeah, you, you, you never signed your own permission slip to go on the field trip? At that level? Yeah. Okay. But wow. This is my no salient point. I hate how Barcelona are like, like viewed as like this, I think 
in the Real Madrid Barcelona idea in La Liga, everyone views Real Madrid as the bad guys, the evil, and they're evil in their own way, but they view Real as the bad guys and Barca as this like cultural team, this Catalan team that like <clears throat> it plays in a beautiful way and da 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 da. They are more evil than real bro they are so fucking corrupt and everyone just forgets about that and they go oh the barcelona way of life it's beautiful they drink wine they eat shrimps oh real <laughs> their fucking government the da, da, da. Nice. no bro real madrid have more clout and backbone than barca could ever fucking get to in their life so really what it is is barcelona has been predicated on this idea of you know creating a a uh like a lifestyle around around and it all started under Johan Cruyff. But what, what I'm saying, why are we going back to the guy who died like because, 40 years ago? Because I'm going to tell you what happened was is during basically there was like a six this year Jordy's stretch. history lesson right yeah, now. There was a I'm six, listening. There was a six year stretch where they were untouchable and they made more money than God. Yeah, the, the cops couldn't even touch them. Right. Getting getting to that point. But the issues that they ran into, you started to see the cracks when, you know, all the big names started leaving players wise. Pep left. And so now you had this club that had been used to making all this money hand over fist start you know falling apart because the money wasn't coming in anymore so essentially what you do is you're making all this money you you get used to to, to spending a certain amount and then what happens is when that money kind of dries up now you're people start looking around you keep like, spending what? the money it's <laughs> like spending me, i money, used to yeah. eat uber eats all the time and now i cook because i'm more broke than i was right but, it's but, called spending within your means and people yeah. don't know how to do it what Barcelona mismanaged their yeah, lifestyle, lifestyle creep. creep. Exactly, Barcelona yeah. got the case of the lifestyle creep. It comes for creep. all of us, all right? None, <laughs> of us are, none of us are immune to it. Barcelona mismanaged their business and ran into the fucking ground. That's mm. all I'll say. And they, they're going to get bailed out somehow, bro. Why? Let the club die. I said it. Wow. I said it. Let Barcelona die. Let them perish, dude. Let, Let them, them get go relegated. bankrupt. Let them get relegated. It happens to all, a bunch of teams. Who went into, in Scotland, Rangers went into administration. Rangers got and they relegated. they had to come back up. up. Like, this happens to clubs. There's no way that Barcelona should be able to escape punishment for this shit. That's fine. If they get relegated, I want to see them pop right back up and then win the whole thing. Yeah, give them like seven years. Seven years? <laughs> We're going to fucking take them all the way down, Ain't bro. nobody got time for that. Take them all the way down. Um, They're yeah. coming for you, Jordy. Should we, since before we jump across the pond, should we address the Osamen drama? Yeah, I guess let's put that in the middle because it's, right it's a little heavy. I yeah, think I'm hot. Should, you guys got me all hot. We'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll stay over there. Jordy got in worked Europe. up. Portland are fucking crushing it, and Chelsea and Barca are in the mud. That's all I'm saying. Damn. The only time Portland's ever been mentioned along this. I can't clubs. wait to find out that Portland like funds terrorism somewhere, or <laughs> drug trafficking. Oh my god. Antifa. We do. We got Antifa supporters, which is cool. Oh, uh, all right. So, I guess I can I can start this off. Yeah. So I'll say I don't know anything about it. I just put this in because I what I saw big yeah. picture was Osiman. Got mad about a TikTok. That's how it was framed. Right. And then you I kind did, of gave me I some mean, more I, Yeah, I read the article, um, which basically the title is, It's Getting Ugly, Victor Osaman Deletes Every Single Napoli Image from His Instagram as January Transfer Exit Now Looks Certain After TikTok Spat. So I see this and I'm like, TikTok? This is... It's crazy that there's all this drama over social media. Mm -hmm. um, so I watched a couple of videos... I wanted to find the TikTok because I, it's been deleted. I, I included them. Yeah, in I the I watched them. Um, 
And the first one, I guess the one that this article, this kind of spurred was um, a TikTok where he had missed a penalty mm-hmm. and they reposted the play, but did this weird thing with the audio where it was like, it's like a high pitch. It was like pitched yeah. up. So it just sounded weird. You know, mm-hmm. all those weird TikTok sounds. They're basically not roasting him for missing a pen. Roasting him for missing a pen. I mean, not terrible. I still think that's very poor taste for a your own yeah, team you can't to be roast your own players. It's it's so weird. Yeah. I think I it's very it. it's, it's very weird. Um, but again, maybe not fully enough to cause all this chaos. However, with a little more digging, there was another TikTok that had been posted. I believe like a few weeks prior. Again, they deleted it as well, and it's it's a a video. Well, it's a picture of him. And then there's like audio in the background and it's like, I'm not a boy, I'm not a girl, I'm a coconut. And it's like this really weird song. It sounds like a little kid is singing mm-hmm. it. It's like, I'm a coconut, I'm a coconut. <laughs> a Gen Alpha and there's meme, just yeah. like this coconut rolling around the screen. Like it's very bizarre. It, yeah. it, it, it doesn't, see, something about it seems wrong. It, it's yeah. just off, it, it's, it's off. really off putting. Like they just, they compared him to a coconut and, and I don't like, get why. Yeah. Well, I don't know, it just, because it's Italy, of course, or like Syria, like yeah. I'm gonna think there's like racial undertones there. Mm. There always is. There's a history mm. of it. And so I guess when you put those things together, and who knows what else has been happening behind the scenes that we're not even privy to, I sort of understand why he would really be over it. And now there was another article that I came across that his his agents are actually threatening legal action so it's you know it could get very ugly um but i just don't understand how a a big team like this can let something like so stupid and silly to get on their public social media i I think that they probably like got uh tempted by the idea of virality and and social growth because it's like i I don't know i think if you're a, a team the size of napoli you don't need to do like weird little TikTok trends. Like you can you can just do a normal ass TikTok account where when the players are coming off the pitch, like after training, you can just be like, hey, uh, you know, I don't know, like what's your like hamburger hot dog or some stupid shit like that. And then yeah. like just make a dumb, like just make normal they're, ass content. You don't need to try to get fancy. They're pretty vanilla. A lot of the a lot of the teams have, like, for, you know, their social media. For good like, reason. Right. To, to avoid situations like this. And, and they do things like we do. They they sit players down. They have them, you know, do quizzes or yeah. where are you from in part the, you know, put your picture on where you're from and part yeah. of the world. And it's, yeah. it's very lighthearted. But yeah, this one was weird, especially since they posted it and then deleted it. The craziest part is that He's like their most important player. Like yeah. last well, season, he was their most important player, and now to see him, yeah, to see the relationship crumble because of some like b- some stupidity from Napoli like this. And Napoli's president. Oh yeah. The one president. of the videos I was watching, I can't remember his name, um, but one of the videos I came across on YouTube brought up this point that most like more actually I think it was in 2022 their president said that they were not going to sign African players anymore because um, because he he didn't like that they weren't available for AFCON right right? and he's quoted like he literally said this guys don't talk to me about the Africans anymore I love them but either they sign a waiver to pull out of playing at AFCON because otherwise between that and Copa America players are never available and we're the suckers who pay their wages. 
what the fuck? Like, yeah. I can't believe the president openly said that and is punishing like an entire continent of players. Like, yeah. that's just it's so uncalled for. And I don't know when you piece all these things together. It's just Paints really bad stinky, picture very Napoli. bad picture. I, I, I will say, like I said this before the show, I was like, I understand him being like, I want my players available, but don't put it on the players. Like, right. put that talk to talk to Af, talk to Afcon, talk to like the 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 federation that puts it on. Like, ask them to try to format the tournament but, a different way or whatever. Because tournaments like, change all the time. Jordy and I were talking about this though. Any international player is going to have conflicts throughout the season. That's just. So facts it like it affects all the leagues too like it really yeah. affects not, every, so not yeah. only every napoli team. every team yes. every league right yeah. so to call out like an entire continent and really race of people like it's so fucked up but yeah. anyway well there you go that, that's that's the napoli drama right it's now pretty ugly and it's real so, so what's the landing spot for Osterman? real quick before we get off of the subject january what do you think? Chelsea going to splash out another cool couple billion I mean, on them? If I, if I remember, Hell yeah, dude. I would take Ossiman at Chelsea in a heartbeat. That's yeah. exactly what we need yeah. right now. Bar's, Bar's going to forge some documents to get them over. I'm in. I'll sign the form. I don't care. <laughs> oh, man. I think Ossiman to MLS. Man, it's just... Oh, no. That's, that's definitely not happening for another 10 years, bro. Ossiman to LAFC, bro. But, I mean, he's got... I mean, you know who's sniffing hey, around never for say him never. Is um, Real Madrid. He, he, I believe he's got an $80 million release clause. Saudi? Maybe? No. He's still young. He's 24. Yeah, the Saudis wonder, are after him 100%. I wonder which MLS team has him on their list. On their discovery list? Oh, oh man. <laughs> Yo, fucking Real is Salt going, Lake. Is he has, going in the draft? <laughs> Real, yeah, he's going to get drafted. Real Salt Lake has rights to Victor Osiman. Oh, man. Um, let's jump across the ponds. We're going to do it. We we did it. Um, U.S. Open Cup final, real quick. Houston beat Miami. Messi you was, called it. Messi called was it. a game-time decision. They were like, will he play? Won't he play? To me, it was pretty obvious. It was like... He's not going to play because U.S. Open Cup isn't really that important to them. Making the playoffs right now is probably more important. Yeah. So let's rest him, get him fit, and then he's going to play every match until the end of the yeah. season. Unless it's on turf. Uh, yeah. Well, I think he'll still play in them. Mm, I feel I, like he might be rested. During I think those he'll matches. come in like in the seventieth minute or something if they need him. Uh, that kind of brings us to another another story yeah. on American yeah. turf, if mm -hmm. you will. Oh shit. Uh, SoFi Stadium. If you were looking forward to catching a world cup match in 2026 that might not be possible at sofi stadium there is some beef going on oh there's hella beef um the stadium owner who's Stan also Kroenke. the rams owner and the arsenal owner mm -hmm. and the rapids owner mm -hmm. yeah. oh i forgot he owns the rapids yeah, too dude, the so guy, random the guy's a nut he needs to sell um, the team to cac but him and fifa are going at it they're not agreeing on the terms of the deal of course, the fight arises from how the money will be shared and where the money will come from. And per this report that the athletic.com released, Kroenke is willing to walk away and he's willing to just say the stadium will not be available. I think unbelievable. Um, unbelievable. I think the, the funniest takeaway from this article is that per the report, FIFA is generally surprised by the quote tenacity of American cities and stadiums during the discussions over hosting. Yeah. And then it goes on to say, given the manner in which Qatar bent over backwards to placate the powers that be for the 2022 World oh, Cup. Well, no shit. Like they spent 225, what 
billion dollars right, and like again, had slaves yeah. build stadiums that yeah. they could yeah. never they spent, use again. They, they spent like one transfer window worth of Chelsea money. Yeah. But they, you know, on their side, it's like they're kind of craving as this article puts it legitimacy and so yeah. hosting the world cup was going to bring that um but then on the other hand it could be said that the u.s doesn't need that that fifa if anything needs the u.s to market the sport to like a larger audience but both of, sides have points but yeah. isn't like the main point that fifa are making is that this this the field doesn't fit in there they built the stadium too small so the field doesn't fit right so like what is the what is the what is the complaint? I don't get it. Like, Cronky, the stadium is too small. Yeah. They're, that's it. Like, if you want it, make Where's it. Where's the money coming from? Make, make the stadium <laughs> bigger. The money? And then also, a, a thing with FIFA that um, I was reading about was that they oftentimes... So this is why there's a, always... I think the Champions League has been at Wembley like three times in the past decade yeah. because the there's certain facilities around the world that facilitate um, a lot of VIPs. So yeah. I think Wembley has yeah. like way more box seats and whatnot. <clears throat> and then they can do all their, their schmoozing, you know, behind the scenes during these finals and stuff like that. And so Kroenke's whole, I believe his whole stance was, is just like, yeah, we've got all that. We've got, you know, the box seats and, and the caviar and the shrimp. But there was a coming together between FIFA and Stan Kroenke because he was trying to get more money out of it. He was just like, oh yeah, like we can host matches at my stadium, but like I want a bigger cut. And well, they also, weren't having that. Yeah, I mean, this guy's so rich, right? So it's yeah. it's That's hard to I like, never it's, understand. it's hard to It's never of, enough, guys. It's, it's never hard enough. to understand yeah. like how he's complaining, you know, but on the other hand, that's why this shit to me, like the World Cup, the Olympics, it's so wasteful because you like you already have a stadium that exists like i think there needs to be a way to use what we have or do it somewhere where it exists like don't build new shit we we've seen like how bad that can be for places you know Uh, here's my opinion on this shit i think let Cronky walk yeah. Fuck LA. Sorry. Yeah. But like you can put also, a Also, ga- it's going to be put such like a, a shit show on Matt. Put like, like a ceremonial game in the Rose Bowl or something. Like put one game in the fucking Rose Bowl, a group stage match between yeah. who the fuck cares and, and somebody else. Like that that's fine. The final should definitely not be there. I think the final should be at Azteca. I've said it from the fucking beginning. I think the final should be at Azteca. Azteca is the most decorated stadium with the most history and culture in North America. Yeah. Why would the final be in America? Because USA is number one, bro. It's it's no. so it's Colors so crazy. don't run, bro. It needs to be at Azteca, period, period. Yeah. Don't tread on me, Alexa. Yeah. I'm treading all over you, bro. Like, yeah, you treaded on me in pickup today. <laughs> you kicked me, bro. Nah, relax, you spring baby. Um, all right, last thing. I, I did put the MLS after dark weather delay. I, th- really, what I wanted to say about that was that there was a three-hour weather delay That's this wild. weekend. Well, and then the other match... Uh, Red Bulls or no it oh, wasn't yeah, pipe, it was Red pipe, Bull Arena it, it was NYCFC playing at Red Bull Arena a pipe broke they had to cancel the match and move it to the next day kind of a, a shit show for yeah MLS, yeah, MLS a lot of weird weather stuff. and like MLS you know, can't wait a, to host a World Cup guys we're it's gonna a kill smaller it. league or whatever and, and there were so many draws this weekend yeah but the the weather delays got weekend. me three hours of a weather delay it's just like I can't believe you waited like you I stayed up. I watched the match, watch. and it was awesome. LA Galaxy scored twice in the last like ten minutes to draw three three. I couldn't do it. Uh, the, this last thing, Pushkas Award nominees are out. Last week we talked about what our favorite goal of all time yes. was, and ironically, Pushkas Awards 
are now happening. Uh, I looked at all of them. I watched them. I don't know if you guys watched them. Yeah, a bunch of screamers on there. Yeah, I actually didn't think any of the goals were really that impressive, yeah. which is kind of a weird thing to say, but that's just how I felt. I, I think for me, the one that I liked the most was uh, it was a this one, the uh, Ibiza or whatever. Um, I don't know. It's a, a goal from the Ibiza team, Ivan Morante. Uh, the ball basically pops out to him. He takes a touch with his chest, takes a touch with his left foot over a player, and then hits it on the volley into the top corner. Um, Ivan Morante, that's my pick from these Pushkas Award nominees. Um, Sam Kerr it yeah, made, made the list. Um, there was uh, the goal that Linda Caicedo scored at the World Cup. That was a, a banger. That made the list. We got uh, we got some uh, MLS representation. Cincinnati's Alvaro Barreal made the list. That one was sick. And Julio and Ciso uh, capped off a brilliant team goal uh, against Man City last year, and that was goal of the season. Yeah. So maybe it, it's a contender. I don't know. Any thoughts on the Pushkas Awards? No, I just have a question. Yeah. But if y'all have thoughts, give them first, please. No, I give the my, question. My question I think, I don't is, think that well, because they're still watching them. I think this is women and men. Yeah. Like, I guess I'm. I was surprised to learn that there isn't a separate award. And how often do women actually win? Good question. I mean, I don't even know who really wins. I don't think a woman has has ever won. I don't know. I I, I personally, the is way is it just I, to be nominated? That's kind of the thing. I think or? it's also fairly recent that they added women onto it. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, must be. I'm just wondering why they don't have their own because, like, they, they separate it. They separate it. Otherwise, I feel yeah. like these women probably aren't like they're not getting recognition at the end of the day because yeah. it's just getting so. I'll tell you how I consume the Pushkas Awards. I don't. It's wrapping I, up, bro. I literally don't know who uh, wins ever. I can't. I couldn't <laughs> name you one Pushkas Award winner ever. But the nominees are what I remember. So when they release the nominees, I watch them all and I kind of make my own decision. And then I don't really care who wins because how are you going to say one goal is better than another? I don't know. It's just like silly. Yeah. It's like I like this Ibiza like goal. Who great goal, but like. What 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 even league is this? It's not. Is they're not in in La Liga, are they? Like, yeah, they're in La Liga too. So it's like, and did this match matter? Did this goal matter? What was the score? Like, I don't. Know, uh. But that's the thing. Also, I think like there are a few standout, but to pick one every year seems a bit. It, I feel like it dilutes it a little bit because. Yeah. Again, if you go through this whole list, they're all just screamers from outside the yeah. box. There isn't like you know, like an Ebra overhead kick from forty yards out. Yeah, or there was no something like, like circus goal. I guess yeah. it is cool though, just to like have on record kind of the best goals you yeah. know, of that yeah. year. I love that the only caveat is that the goal must have been scored on camera, <laughs> yeah. which I guess yeah. makes sense because otherwise there would be no proof. But like, it could be any. It could be any match, I guess, from anywhere in the world. Th that's why, I, I mean, that's why I like it is because yeah. that's why I say the nominees is my favorite part because yeah. you just get to see like X amount of the best goals of the yeah. last year. So there's a nice Rabona in there too. Oh yeah, there is a Rabona. I saw that. But you know, no one's ever going to beat Lamella's Rabona for me. So that was, like, I mean, this one was pretty good. Yeah. But Lamella's was fucking this, nuts, This one went bro. top ends. Yeah, but Lamellas was better. Um, all right, uh, let's. Yeah, we got that. We got, we, we good. We get. We good on this. Do we want to take a break and then come back and talk yeah, about Amy's big question? And let's take a break. See what we got. Get in to store. my segment. Yeah, Amy's of the show. segment, the spring baby segment. We'll be right back. Welcome 
Welcome back, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Hell yeah, the second segment we've recorded. The second segment and what I like to call today Amy's segment. It's this all, is all, it's all coming up, Amy. It's all coming up, it's, Amy. It's all about me right Hell now. Yeah. So it's my time to In the sun. hopefully shine. Like a little flower. Like a little flower. Like a delicate little flower. I am flower. a spring baby after all. Yeah, um, that's a good callback to yeah. the first because we did talk about that spring baby shit. Yeah. We did. Yeah, that was so funny. I, I kind of remember. That was good. Um, all right. So this is my time to ask a question. Amy's big question. And, you know, these these questions have kind of they've kind of been all over the place lately. But my question is for each of you to answer. It's just give your opinion. No pressure here. Mm-hmm. But what is the best position? Oh, God. This is a good question. I have a solid answer for it already. I know what my what I think is the best position. You can go first if you'd like. You want me to go? Yeah. You guys are thinking pretty hard. Yeah, sure, go ahead. I I I mean, I don't know. Jordy's reaction was pretty strong. Yeah, like, I I, want to know why you reacted that way. I'm interested to see what you guys say. I'd say goalkeeper, easy, 100%, which is, I guess, a, a, a... maybe polarizing answer but for me it's a hundred percent goalkeeper just because it's personally for me because that's what i grew up like those are the players who i looked up to the most were goalkeepers i thought because that's what i wanted to play when i was a kid and you know just just diving around making saves like communicating i I, i've always loved uh, the goalkeeper position it's so different it's like it's like being a drummer in a band well i mean it it is in terms of importance it yeah. is i mean it, it's the only position on the pitch where like you know everybody sees your mistakes yeah and when you you know have like a wonderful save it, it's quickly forgotten i mean only keepers keep track of like how many saves happen throughout a match that's true it's so. true i mean today at our pickup our, our keeper played oh, out yeah, of his fucking mind willie and goal yeah big willie bro he was he's a he's holding he's a big, it down big boy. big boy but he was making hella saves but for me easy goalkeeper easy okay i like that Who's got next? That's a weird one. I I mean, I could go next. So I would say anywhere in the midfield because you just, you have to do everything. You go up and down, you attack, you defend, you get stuck in, you play in balls, assist, you could score. It's all encompassing. You are in in it to win it. It's kind of crazy because... You, you actually have to do everything. It's, it's a lot of running. So it's just like a hybrid of an attacker a defender, a little bit of, of everything in there. So It's interesting because that couldn't be more opposite than mine. Mine's like, <laughs> I like goalkeeper because it's the most unique and crazy position. Well, and you're also like, because it has the least amount of running, I'm sure, Lex. Okay. <laughs> okay. Here That's here the we real go. reason. No, here we go. Jesus Christ. <laughs> fire. But I guy. would say, I mean, as a goalkeeper, it's hard to say who has the most pressure on the, on the pitch, but I would think goalkeepers have an incredible amount of pressure because, like everybody's watching them like it's up to them to, to i guess if you're taking the shot yeah. as well but i don't know i think it's that, like the only time that you're visible is when people are really waiting for you to like make a save this might be a hot take but i think every person who says goalkeeper is the most pressurized position is always not a goalkeeper i think goalkeepers like We'll we'll agree I'm and they'll go with it. I'm not a goalkeeper, so I, but, I but, agree with but that. But I, I think I think most goalkeepers will probably would wouldn't say it's like the most pressurized because I don't I think I don't think they f- they feel it. Like when you're playing in goal, you're just you're just a goalkeeper. Like it just it, it's just a mentality. You know what I'm saying? And once you start, if you start thinking of it as a pressurized position, 
then you start fucking yeah, up. You I bet you could say up. that for every position though, right? That's a good point. That's yeah. a good point. I think striker is uh, pressurized. That's a hard yeah. one. I mean, that is another one where everybody's looking to you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. If your team's not scoring and you're a striker, that's you're, you're, you're kind of on the receiving end of it for sure. Right. When the chances come and you don't put them away, well, yeah. that's when everyone's like, oh my God, this guy sucks. Kind of like, like the guy who left early from the art match today. There was a guy who was like on, on our team, on mine and Jordy's team, and he was this another a big boy. This was a big guy. And he was playing as our striker, target man, and he just missed sitter after sitter oh, after yeah, sitter. Yeah. Then he I, dropped I back, played that. center mid for a second, and then just went and left. He just left. <laughs> he just left? And we were like, cool. Now we're like down a center mid. Thanks, dude. But <laughs> wow. it was nuts. And he oh, the only person sad. probably who missed more sitters <laughs> He was today. maybe feeling too much pressure. <laughs> it, was, it was too he much was pressure like, for I'm him. out. Can't handle it. Yeah. The only, the only person who missed more sitters today than him was probably... Eric, mm. uh, I had a couple of hellers today. I had a couple in the street. <laughs> <That'd work. Okay. laughs> Jordan, what's your answer to the question? Um, for me, it has to be the um, the number six position, the center defensive mid. That is the the nucleus of the team. Yeah. You have to have the to be a very successful one. You have to have extremely high footballing IQ. You have to be able to see true. like the game in front of you, behind you. You have to be ten steps ahead, and you. The, the best players in that position make it look so effortless. Your Andre Pirlo's, yeah. your Sergi Busquets, all those guys. So. You, you either have to have the vision or you have to have like the motor. You have to have an, like you have to be an engine. Like that to me, like Gattuso, right? Gattuso was a yeah. great six. He was different than them. I think there's different like archetypes of center defensive mids. You've got like, you know, the maestros, you have the destroyers, but I think the best ones do a little bit of everything very, very well. So. Yeah. Hmm interesting now i'm kind of curious because you all had different answers do you think that either the position that you prefer to play or you've you grew up playing or your favorite players fall into the position of the answer you gave i know alexi you said you always wanted to be a goalie yeah i think for me my favorite players are either goalkeepers or outside backs so like i, I like outside backs who get up like i love like marcelo like i love marcelo and, and goalkeeper wise they're all fucking good i literally there is not a single was well, one goalkeeper emmy emmy martinez but uh he he's the only goalkeeper i hate everyone else I, I really really love even that australian guy who jumps around with the big old beard he throws the water bottle into the stands i like that guy he's he's, he's a bit of a what's his name i don't even fucking know but he came on for australia as a penalty specialist and the other goalie i remember had Cheeky. had the things on his water bottle this player kicks this way this player kicks to this side and he saw that he was looking at it so when he walked up he grabbed his water bottle threw it nice. <laughs> into the stands and, it was like, cool, never... and then australia won on pens it was crazy. <laughs> yeah what about you guys uh, i mean yeah i like my mids i said that's uh, the best place to play and i do enjoy it because they are responsible for pretty much all the work they could create all the chances they help out at the back they do a majority of their running they do it all hmm. that, that's what i like to see in the game it's interesting you should try to reflect it <laughs> what do you mean bro i've I was, never seen you <laughs> track back once bro you always you're oh, attacking did you no. see how deep i was oh, today no he was i i played attacking today was, and you were never near me i was near the keeper i was playing back to the keeper a whole bunch of I times didn't see today. It. Wow. I didn't even get concussed today, so I can't blame <laughs> oh that. God. I think you're still concussed from <laughs> those, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, Jordy got, came into the match with like four headers in a row today. Oh, yeah. I'm my, I got my bell rung pretty well. But for me, I mean, I like just what... It, there isn't a specific position, but I like the way 
I like the way teams set up defensively and how because for me as a defender I think it is very tough to get you always strikers get all the glory or there's like you know a, a, a midfielder with a lot of flair who runs through a whole team but I think defenders ability to because if you think about how offsides works everyone's got to be on the same page yeah if one guy is asleep and somebody slips in behind that's a wrap so i think defense requires the most amount of concentration and then also you are reacting to everything that happens so you're already behind and then you have to be um you know cognizant of what's going on so you have to know that all right this is a guy who likes to run in behind so i have to give him the space to start his run and then step up and catch him off sides it's it's, it's a lot of communicating and yeah. a lot of be- moving as a unit like yeah. we i mean that's why like you know whenever i mean i keep bringing it back to our pickup games but it's but when we play that when i'm playing at the back i always try to like immediately learn everyone's name who's playing on the yeah. back line around you and start talking right away because right. like if you don't talk you're gonna get fucking killed yeah it, it, it really defense really you so much of the team aspect of the game happens in defense because when you're tired when you know your mind goes and your legs go yeah. it's all about you know keeping the cohesion my and, mind and, has gone <laughs> sort of but you really have to you know Alzheimer's or some shit you can conserve energy by you know simply through communicating like yeah. you know if, if some if one of your defenders gets forward you got to let someone know to stay back or somebody else on the pitch has to be like, no, you stay back for him because yeah. you have to be able to fill in those gaps because teams will exploit that. At its core, soccer is just about like n- maintaining the right space. You right. just have yeah. to maintain the proper shape. But like if people are drifting in the wrong spaces, then, then it you're fucked. messes up the whole Oh man, we had, we, had a, we had a player today who was doing that. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was a mess today. It was a mess. It was, it was, it was fucking tough awful out today. There. Um, all right. Uh, that, how do you feel? You feel like your question has been answered? Yeah, do I you think, have a, a I think, position you think's best from Well, watching? you know, my my football IQ is very low, so I don't have much experience to probably properly answer this, but I would say striker is probably my favorite just because they're bringing the action. Like, that's when the excitement happens. They get when, all the credit. They do get all the yeah. glory. So I know it's kind of a... It's a weak answer, but that that is my very answer. low soccer IQ answer. That's a good answer. Just because that's when the fun happens, yeah. you know. And it is one of those positions where it's just like you have to a have an incredibly high ego to think that like you're going to be the one banging all Damn. the goals in, and then you I don't have know to. What this answer says about no, me. no, no. I mean, I'm just saying, like in terms of like how the the mentality of strikers, absolutely. it's like you have to be absolutely 100 percent sure of your abilities. They're definitely the like the more charismatic. charismatic ones yeah so and it's like once you start getting in your own head about like am i this good like perfect example fernando torres who is a player who was uh liverpool legend went to chelsea and like he was seeing <laughs> everyone goes chelsea was, it sucks that's kind of the thing yeah, yeah i think we're noticing a pattern you, you, you can add a lot of players Shev- to that list shevchenko same thing hernan crespo everybody, same thing everybody but, yeah i watched his documentary on fernando torres and he was just like um he had an injury so that didn't help but he was seeing like you know um sports psychologists he was doing everything to like get his mind right because wow. so much of the game happens in your brain because at that level all these guys are within like one or two percentage points of each other in terms of like talent and ability of mm-hmm. course so now you have to have that extra thing that mentality that that pushes you over the edge yeah and that's why you know a lot of these guys who are that 0.01 percent they're all you know they're all weirdos because 
they're aliens. Like you have yeah, to true. not, you can't be a regular person and be that good. You yeah. can't, you gotta have the, you gotta have the ego to be a striker. It's yeah. facts. True all right. That. Well, thank you for, uh, yeah, you feel enlightened from from those answers. I feel enlightened. They were all great answers. I liked that everybody had a different answer too. It yeah, definitely it, made it, it a little more exciting. It worked out. We didn't yeah. plan that. We did wink, wink. We never do. No, no, we don't. The question's not even in the rundown, so we we were flying blind. But you know what is in the rundown? This link. Well, it wasn't. I should have put it in there. I made you it was type not it in, in the rundown. Yeah, I fucked that up. <laughs> my bad. Um, this is all in the. Fly. I don't know why I didn't put it in the rundown. Yeah, it's dumb. Uh, okay, this is gonna test Amy's. Uh, she said she had a low soccer IQ. We're gonna find We're out. We're gonna find out just how low it can go. Oh no! <laughs> this is, uh, I, I'm I'm coming for for Quizmaster Jordy's job. Yeah, but I'm putting I, me on the streets. I made a little. I got kids. I made a little. Do you? No. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> Jesus. I want some kids. Where Jesus are they? Like, what are you Jordy. doing? You come here like every fucking Thursday. <laughs> um, uh, it's a vocab quiz. We've been talking about doing it for a while, and so um, I found this website called Quizzes. Uh, if you guys want to take the vocab quiz, just keep listening to the episode because we're about to do it. Um, Anything you want to say before we start? Yes, I do. A any last words? I anybody? would like to preface this by saying we have long discussed having sort of a vocab deep dive, if you will. And we have not done that. So Go straight if I do terribly... <laughs> That's my excuse. <laughs> I, th I think you'll. I think you'll. You'll do all right. It, it can, wasn't it on can the get, syllabus. It can get a little. A little dicey. So the way we'll do this is, me, Jordan, and Eric will rotate answering the question or giving you the questions, okay. and then you can kind of talk us through your thought process, Absolutely. how you're feeling. And I would just say maybe put all your computers on mute because I don't know if this is going to play music or anything. So got it. Just don't want it to to mess up the. The, the quality of our record. Okay, without any further ado, we are starting. Uh, so you guys should be seeing on your screen right now like a little countdown clock. Wow, this is very fancy. Um, all right, so um, I'll start. So in soccer, what is a brace? Is it a section of the stadium where the most passionate fans sit or stand? Is it a two-goal performance by a player? Is it a strategy used by a defender to hold off an attacker? Or is it a special type of pass that cuts between two defenders? A brace, Amy. Well, off top, I've never heard this term. So I I'm, think we can give you lifelines. Too. I'm going on pure just guessing. We'll give you three lifelines. How about that? Sure. Um, I'm just going to talk you through my thought process. I'm going to eliminate which answers I think are incorrect. I okay. don't think it's a section of the stadium. I don't think that's a brace. That doesn't make sense to me. I'm trying okay. to think of what a brace is, okay. right? It's like something that holds, yeah. which I guess could be uh, whatever. It could be a <laughs> section of the stadium, I guess. Um, a two-goal performance by a player, I don't think that's it either. Because okay. I feel like I would have heard that term before if, if it were. Mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of between the last two. A strategy used by a defender to hold off an attacker. That's kind of the one I was thinking sounds most like what a brace would be. Right. But it could also be a special type of pass. But I'm going to go with three. A okay. strategy used by a defender to hold off an attacker. All right. Lock it in. And then uh, I guess you, you two are technically in the quiz room as well. So you need to lock your answers in, I think, before I can hit next question. Um, okay. Everyone's good. All done. We're moving on to the oh, next question. Oh, my God. It told me that I got it incorrect. Yeah. Well, oh, it tells you? I guess it's going to tell you after everyone. That's it, how we're doing it. Yeah. Uh, Amy. It didn't It didn't tell me what the right answer was, though. That's not what a brace is. A brace is, is a two-goal performance by a player. It was one of the ones you said it what? wasn't. Yeah. Yes. So what I would I've take into consideration that. with a lot of these is 
your my logic English is your first language your American English is is a lot of these are like British that terms. is true yeah. so they have like weird how origins. come I've yeah. never I've never heard like have you ever heard um, a hat trick he scored a brace have you ever heard no that? okay so. the reason that I, I looked it up I looked up why it used to be why it was called a brace and it had to do with some old shit um well at least you gotta walk through how my brain works <laughs> I mean it was funny you saying oh. I yeah. know it's not a section of the stadium but I mean a brace that whole s- actually you know what <laughs> so, uh, but that just didn't feel right it actually has it it says it has its origins in old French well in old English but that word came from old French yes. so it, it is related uh-huh. to hunting so I guess like when you hunt you, uh, you, you, something about a, a two race maybe. I don't know I have no fucking idea two ducks today it's just, right, just way too old um, alright all right, Jordy you want to read off the second one do you have the full question in front of you with all the answers uh, I do and I kind of I'm, I'm going to take this as a personal attack if you want me to read this question <laughs> um, and the question is in soccer what is a howler in the year let's see your options are a player who yelps loudly when they get fouled an over-the-top goal celebration, a glaring mistake by a goalkeeper, or a special type of chant the supporters sing when their team goes up by five goals. You okay. know this one, Amy. Once again, I don't really know. Come on, like, Amy. I don't, I don't confidently know the answer. You've heard me say this. Yes, you're right. I have heard this. Multiple times. Um, I love this word. <laughs> I'm thinking that it's a player who yelps loudly when they get fouled. He's such a howler. So re- re- remember what I said about the, the connotation between he's, what he's we like think the words are and what they Oh, right. Yeah. Um, they didn't got you so good. Oh, man. An over-the-top goal celebration. I, okay. Because I've heard When's Eric say it. When's the last time you it, heard him say it? Because I've heard Eric say it, it's usually in reference to play. Mm. Remember, and so I'm gonna Champions League. It happened in Champions League. Man United versus versus oh, Bayern. Oh, not too much, too much. <laughs> Come on, I gotta help her a little bit. Uh, yeah, she's got lifelines. Oh, it's true. It's a a good glaring point. mistake by a goalkeeper is what I'm thinking. Why? Because we, because I, we led you into it. Well, no, because I have heard Eric say it, and any time uh. we'd be talking, it would be in relation to the actual match. Yeah, he's not talking about a special type of chant that supporters sing like that. That's definitely out. Um, so, yeah, I'm going with three. A glaring mistake by a goalkeeper. All right. Lock it in. You guys lock in your answers, too. I will look and see if I and got we'll it right. See. No, you can look. It's okay. I like doing it after okay. after each one. I think it's fine. That one was correct. You did it. You did it. I like how you went with it. You the, nailed it. What do you guys think of the answer? So, I wrote some pretty pretty good little answers Oh, you wrote here. these? I wrote all these. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was... I, I would say a howler is... Any glaring mistake by anybody? Because yeah, true. I had a couple of those. Yeah, fair, fair. <laughs> that, and that's. I think the goalkeeper threw me off a little bit because I feel like when Eric said it, yeah, I don't know that he has necessarily it, been. It was actually about a goalkeeper. It was, it was about Onana. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. He Triples. did have some howlers. What do you guys think sure. about the player who yelps loudly and they get fouled? <laughs> oh, I totally, totally got it. I was sitting in the coffee shop writing this on Sunday. I was like, oh, that's a funny one. I'm gonna do that. All right. Oh. Moving on, Eric. This is a question that you can read and read the answers to. Oh God. What are minnows, Amy? Is it a fish? No, is it, <laughs> it's not wrong. A d- derogatory term for away fans who have traveled to a match. Is it underdog teams? Is it uh, a type of glove that the keeper wears, or is it particularly small and quick players? <laughs> okay, I feel like 
usually if you just Google quizzes, like they're so much easier. I think because oh, yeah. I know Alexi wrote these. This is fucking tough. I know. I tried to make them see, uh, kind see, of believable. I, we've said this on, I've gone easy on, on air, I think, before. He, he Guys, wants to see you squirm. You, I literally I squirm black like out. a minnow. Yeah. I'm blacked out right now. I don't know what's happening. I don't remember anything we talked about. He's beating up on you. All right, what are you thinking? Where is your um, head at? You're getting really okay, tested today. Well, you know, a minnow is a little fish. Mm-hmm. Um... I don't think it's a type of goalie glove, but okay, that I one's could out. Be fucking wrong. Eliminating that. Um. So, <sighs> I'm just laughing because again, I know you wrote this. Particularly small and fast players. I mean, if it, I'm thinking of the word minnow, that makes sense. It's a dig at Messi for sure. <laughs> oh man. <But> then again, <laughs> I know the the Messi slander, so I feel like that's why you wrote that one. Um. It kind of makes sense that it would be in. The, the, these are tough. A derogatory term for away fans who have traveled to a match yeah. or underdog teams. Mm. I'm kind of going to go with the first one. A derogatory mm. Interesting. Term. Why are you leaning that way? I don't know. Because What's your thinking? My thinking is... Is it just a guess? It's really just a guess. Out of all the derogatory terms. Okay, put it in. Jog on you, minnows. Put it in, put it in. You guys put in your answers, too. Um, and we I will haven't see. used any lifelines, whatever. We'll yeah, it's okay. There's still seven questions left, I think. When you guys... Is it, you guys are all, all done? All right. It's underdog teams, yeah. It's underdog teams. That just seemed too... Too easy. Yeah. I don't know. Most of the derogatory terms for now. I'm now I'm questioning see. all of my logic because it's okay. It's yeah. a, this is a psychological quiz this in many ways. There's actually eleven questions. There's a bonus one at the end, oh, okay. um, and the bonus is the, worth. Uh, we'll say it's worth more. The bonus round. Me. Alexi loves, loves a good bonus. I love a bonus round. <laughs> I never want to. So this is fourth question. This okay. is the fourth question in soccer. What does parking the bus mean? Is it when all eleven players on your team touch the ball before scoring? Is it when a team's bus breaks down on the way to a match? Uh, defending Does it mean defending a lead by placing many players in front of the goal? Or does it mean celebrating a major victory by driving an open-top bus and with the players and the trophy to the city center? Okay. It's like, oh, we just won the cup. Let's go park the bus. Parking the bus. <laughs> um, there's really only one that sticks out to me. Which one? And it's defending a lead by placing many players in front of the goal. Why? Is there a reason That just that? seems most logical. Like, yeah. I, a celebration, that's too on the nose, celebrating by driving a open top bus. <laughs> I mean, I, it could it. be, it could be. Could I be it, know. who knows? Um, it's, it's not. It's not really. Uh, if it's driving, it can't be parked. So oh, that is you true. Could, you well, could, they go park it in the city center. Probably, usually, I think is what happens. When all eleven <laughs> players, that one, Amy. <laughs> when eleven, when all eleven players on your team touch the ball before scoring, it's like a busload of players. How does that even work? Like that wouldn't even happen because it rarely the, happens, the goalie yeah. wouldn't. The goalkeeper wouldn't. They can. Yeah. Unless, unless you play for Manchester City. Yeah, <laughs> play true. Up the back, um, yeah. And I don't think that it's a team's bus breaking down. I mean, that would be terrible. Uh, okay, I'm just going to go for it. I'm going to go save my it. lifelines. Go I'm it. going with defending a lead by placing many players in front of the goal. All right, you guys lock yours in too, and you got it. You nailed Finally. it. You All nailed right. it. I'm two, two out You're of You're doing really right good, now. honestly. Um, 
the leaderboard says that you are in last place, but you're doing really good. <laughs> All right, uh, Jordan. In soccer, what is a derby? Oh, finally, I know this there one. There we go. A match between two teams from the same city or region. The traditional showdown of who can sing the loudest between groups of fans before the match. An old style of jersey, usually worn in the winter. <laughs> I went ham with these. That was popular in the early 20th century then. You went crazy on this. I went crazy on this. A drill in training where two players are matched up and have to chase one another down. Those all sound pretty, pretty believable, right? I'm uh, so yeah. happy I finally know this one. It is number four, a drill in training. No, I'm just <laughs> Oh, oof. That was close. I was yeah. my chair. You got me. I was like, what? It is a match between two teams from the same city or region. We love a good Derby. We love a good Derby. All right. Um, yes, that's it. And yeah, Eric's logo is the hat. Amy is the crab. And Jordan is an iguana on this. That's correct. You nailed it. All right. You nailed it. Well done. Uh, moving Turning on. Turning things around. <laughs> Yeah, look, I, I think if you do, I think left. if you were to get five, you would do a really yes. great job. All right, Amy, your next question: What does it mean when your teammate yells "man on" at you? Uh, it, it means a d defender is approaching you. It means you have an open teammate that you should pass the ball to. It means you're about to go offside, or does it mean that you should shoot the ball? Okay. Man on, yeah. Think man of on. it. Yeah, I'm thinking of it. You know, yeah, think of like man, like try try yell it. See how it feels. Man on. Okay, that's not a, not a, not. A <laughs> I don't know how to soccer you players gotta yell. yell it. Really gotta yeah. yell you you got to make yourself heard. You got to like be head on. Command your arms into the forehead. Head on. Put the mic like. I I would think it means man on. Yeah. I mean my my initial instinct is to go with it means a defender is approaching you. Um, but all of these honestly could except that it means you should shoot the ball I don't think that's it um, or it means you're about to go offside I feel like either of those makes sense I'm going to use a lifeline though because uh, I just I want to get this here's right. how the lifelines work okay. you're allowed to say one you can knock you can basically eliminate one for her right does that make sense or is that, too, is that still too hard well I've kind of already self eliminated too how about eliminate what she hasn't already right exactly that's what eliminated. I mean. Oh, right. okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, Lifeline. Who you want to call? On? I guess I'll call on Eric since he read the question. Um. So, which ones have you already eliminated? Um. It means you should shoot the ball, okay. and that one's definitely an elimination. Okay. That's all you've eliminated. Yes. Well, I mean, I okay. also said no because I'm. That's between fine, Amy. That's that's fine. It's okay. You can. Yeah, okay. it's fine. He'll just, he's just going to eliminate one more. Okay. All right. So I'm going to eliminate. It means you're about to go offside. Okay. So I'm going to go with it means a defender is approaching you. That is my final answer. All right, everyone, lock yours in. Correct. Nailed it, Amy. Nailed, Nailed it. it. That was my. That was my yeah. instinct was yeah. right. I yep. just got a man yeah, on you. you. Know, you know. He's coming for you. Doing really well so far. All right. Um. Next oh one. my God! Jeez. In Gross. soccer, what is a panenka? Is it a dribbling technique where the player uses the sole of their foot on top of the ball, so like they kind of put their foot on the ball and roll it around? Is it a goal celebration that involves the player pretending to ride a horse? Is it a derogatory term for an opposing player who shows off too much, is too flashy? Like Eric, why are you being such a panenka? Or is it, a, <laughs> or is it a penalty kick where the player gently lifts the ball into the goal, just kind of like? 
boop a little chip. Like they make it look like they're gonna hit it, and then they boop chip it. Boop. Look at the fear in her eyes. I, you yeah, done? I don't. I have this, not heard this is so kind of many an, of these. An advanced question. This is a little yes. advanced. This is um, very advanced. Eric is such a panenka. <laughs> bro, I'm, I'm being such a panenka right now. <laughs> yeah, you're so, such sorry, a, you're a little minnow. You're a little minnow panenka. <laughs> um. That sounds very Ukrainian. Panenka. <laughs> um, uh, like, okay. Yeah, what are you thinking? Where, where, well, what's what's, like, what's on your mind? When you take quizzes, you know, you kind of just have to think of, like, what is too specific that doesn't make sense? Um, the dribbling technique where the player uses the sole of their foot on top of the ball, that doesn't, that seems like you would trip over the ball. But again, I, I don't really know. I could be wrong. That's true. That, I, I, mean, I have tripped could. over the um, <laughs> That's usually how I like to dribble. It could uh, be a technique, and it probably is. But um, I'm kind of thinking that hmm. it might be. I, I'm kind of thinking it's a penalty kick where the player gently lifts the ball into the goal. Um, have you seen a player do that before? I'm just asking. I, I'm just no. Little, I mean, I don't you know. haven't seen it. It I, happens. It happens. I, I don't. I don't. Re, yeah, I don't. I can't recall <laughs> seeing okay, that, okay. but I'm sure it's, it's not a deposition. It's yeah. okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I'm getting very defensive. You are under oath. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need to remind you. Yeah. Have you seen it or not? <laughs> <sighs> or it could be a term to describe somebody who's like showing off and flashy. That's I don't know what the fucking fuck pun is. <laughs> um. <laughs> I wish I knew what panenka meant. Like, because. You want me to tell you? Yeah. It, it was the last name of a player. Oh, it was back the last in the 70s. Name of a it was the last name of a player who played okay. back in the 70s. Okay, so. Oh. Okay. Doesn't, doesn't clear it up at all, I don't think. Um, honestly. Well, because then I'm. I'm, more confused. I'm yeah. kind of. Oh, if you're confused. Well, he's not confused. Matter. He knows it. No, no one's I, confused. I think, I think knowing it's the last name of a player just kind of confuses it more. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why I was so proud to say it. I was like, it, yeah, let's it tell It could her. be any of those. Yeah. 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 I'm just going to go with four. A penalty kick where the player gently lifts the ball into the goal. All right. Lock it in. Amy, you were being a bit of a panenka there because you got it right. Oh, my God. You got it right. I've got to stop second guessing my Yeah, Yeah, your intuition's on point. Um, Amy, well done. Well done. You're making great progress. Um, We're on question number eight, and you have uh, two lifelines left. So you're you're smooth sailing right now. We have question eight, nine, ten, and eleven to go. All right. Okay. What is a clean sheet? Is it the... Ceremonial flag that the supporters wave while they march to the match. Waving that clean sheet around. <laughs> All right. <laughs> a game where the team doesn't concede any goals. A game where a player scores no goals, has no assists, and doesn't complete a single pass. Eric had a clean sheet today. <laughs> that was pretty much me on the pitch today. A nickname for the standings at the beginning of the season when every team has zero points. All right. Start on I do shoot, confidently know the answer to this one, and it is a game where the team doesn't concede any goals. Hell yeah. I mean, that's correct. I'm, not, I'm just going to go ahead and say that is correct. Yeah. You nailed it. Keeping it cleaning. Like, you nailed I, it. I clicked it anyway. You're, you're, you're coming into form now. She's kind of nailed, like, what, three in a row, the, I think. These now. have been a bit challenging. I know, because I I've, wanted to put you through the I gauntlet. I think I've only the Panenka one was, was for sure tough. known two of them so yeah. far. Dude. Everything else has been a guess. I'm going to start calling Eric oh, a Panenka. <laughs> it's just such a funny, like, what? Uh, the Minnow Panenka. A little Minnow Panenka. Uh, oh, Eric, this is perfect Eric, that Eric's like yeah. reading this I like one. a Minnow Rayola. Yeah. All right. In soccer, Amy, what is a nutmeg? 
I'm pretty sure you have a pretty good idea. Because yeah, because I, you I freaked me. Out. I freaked out one you time. You couldn't you didn't believe that I didn't know enough. Eric freaked out. Is it a type of dribbling move where the opponent is tricked into turning around in a complete 360? A type of dribbling move where the ball is scooped over an opponent's head? A type of dribbling move where the ball is played between an opponent's legs? Or is it a type of dribbling move where the player pretends to kick the ball but stops short? All right. Yes, you did uh, roast me when I didn't know what a nutmeg was. You couldn't believe it. I lost my shit. <laughs> it is a type of dribbling, mo- dribbling move where the ball is played between an opponent's legs. Absolutely nailed, nailed it. it. Nailed Eric, it. From nailed the nutmeg it. state, brilliant. took brilliant. personal offense to you not knowing. That. Eric, lock in your. Yeah, there you go. Um, that's brilliant. That's what five in a row now. Yeah, in it. I really so made it. She's actually doing pretty good. This is insane, Amy. Well done. Um. We are now question number 10, and then there is a bonus question. Um, in soccer, what is a sitter? Wow. Is it a shot so weak that the goalie can make the save sitting down? Is it a derogatory term for a fan who is in the supporter section and doesn't stand for the whole match? Is it a player who is sitting out due to injury, or is it an easy opportunity to score that is missed? Well, luckily, I have been paying attention this segment, <laughs> and y'all were talking about your game earlier, and there were a lot of sitters, yes. which is an easy opportunity to score that is missed. Yeah, we all got injured Perfect. too. So. <laughs> Everyone took knocks today. Nailed it, nailed it, Amy. Uh, Thank you for exuberant it. finish to this, um, and then the bonus question coming from from Ooh. Jordy. Um, but this is uh, it's a good one you know it's a, you did really really well in the quiz I'm, I'm very proud thank of you thank you I was I had a rough start but I'm happy with how and you didn't even you didn't even around. need to use the lifelines that was wild only one yeah, yeah. I oh, did wow yeah this right. is quite the bonus question ooh alright Jordy here at CAC <laughs> we have our very own quiz master Jordy that's me but when you spell it a bit differently what is a Jordy spelled with a G is it a person from Newcastle, a person from Liverpool, a person from Glasgow, or a person from Manchester? So that's spelled G E O R D I E, Jordy. The Jordies. Oh, I have no fucking idea. I feel like if I knew these teams better, it might help. I, I mean, I'm totally guessing. My guess would probably be a person from Glasgow. You still have lifelines. Oh, I can use it on the bonus? Yeah, of course. I thought the bonus was just for fun. The way the lifelines will work is... um Okay. We'll say the name of the person from the one of the different places or something. I don't know. Or you can eliminate one. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Same way. Same way. But not Eric. You can't use Eric anymore. Okay. Um, When you spell it, what is it, Jordy? I, like, I guess... Hmm. I'm just kind of wondering like what these like what what these teams names are what their right. like logos are. that's kind of what sure, my sure, sure. thought process would be so um I guess Alexi you want me to do the first lifeline and then him yeah okay a person yeah, from I'm Glasgow is called a Glaswegian so there that is not Ooh. right that's not it okay um I guess, Jordy, if you want to be a lifeline as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll say a person from Liverpool is called a Scouser. What the fuck? See, this is so... <laughs> yeah. So you've a got two Jordy, to choose from now. A Jordy. Manchester or Newcastle? Jordy, Jordy. Hmm. I'm just going... Uh, I'm going to go Newcastle. All right, lock it in. Lock it in if you're so confident. Not really, but... 
All right. Is this the lock, Amy? That's this is the lock. I'm locking it in. You you got it. You Newcastle's nailed it. Newcastle's or George? Oh, yeah. that's interesting. Yeah. I almost said Manchester, but then I feel like we talk a lot about Manchester, and I've never heard you say Manx. that. So Manx, 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 Mancunians or something like that. Mancurians, well done. Yeah. Well done. Let's uh, end. We're ending the quiz, and uh, I really like this thing. It says Jordan Finnerson first. Woo. How? Um, I don't know. It, but he did. I answered first. So Amy, you missed question one and question three, and you got the rest of them right. So really, really well done. Um, I I was impressed. Yeah, thank you. I feel like I've learned a little bit. I still have a lot to so, learn. So but. here's the two you missed. Let's see if you retained them. What is a brace? A brace is when one player scores two goals. Okay, and what are minnows? Minnows are the underdogs. Yes, wow, look Killing at this. It. Retaining information. And, and here's the beauty of it. There's so much more vocab there's like, so much. We can make another version yeah. of this. You, I'll show you. I'll give you my quizzes login. It's okay. a pretty good yeah. program. This, this was tough, but I liked this. I, yeah. I liked it. It was fun. All right, let's take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk about the best movie uh, about soccer oh, that was man. ever made with Sean Bean in it. Hey, welcome back to the final segment of the show. And, well, yeah, we got a little bit of a new thing going here. We've got the CAC Movie Club, the first installment of it. We did a. Yep. Uh, tease it a little bit last week we i think did. and uh we might try to turn this into a fairly regular thing we think i think it, it should be a monthly thing yeah. that'd be fun um a monthly movie club we'll just announce the next one right now so people have time right uh it's let's, gonna be halloween themed yeah okay well, well we know it's gonna be something october <laughs> themed maybe we'll wait till next week we'll yeah, wait till next week. amy's backtracking now amy's backtracking the backtracking has been. i'm not backtracking speaking of backtracking real quick while we were recording this, Napoli apparently are backtracking and they're saying they're sorry for the TikToks. Osterman, please come back. No, they, they didn't offend. apologize. Oh, they they just said they, did they did not issue an official they apology. They didn't mean to offend. Ah, uh, okay. Well, fuck them then. All right. <laughs> moving on. Uh, CAC Movie Club. This week or this time around, we decided to talk about a film called... A lovely 1996 film. Called When Saturday Comes. Um, it is not about someone named Saturday coming. It is about <laughs> Sean Bean yeah. playing soccer and being drunk. You never be good enough. Uh, so I guess a quick little synopsis. Uh, Jimmy, who is... Uh, Jimmy. Jimmy, what do they call him? Jimmy Weir or something like that? Uh, Jimmy Muir. 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 Jimmy Muir. He's played by Sean Bean. He aspires to be a pro, a pro soccer player, but as a heavy drinker with a go-nowhere job in a local brewery, Hell his yeah. dream of making the team for Sheffield United seems an unlikely one. However, after starting a relationship with the pretty Annie, played by Emily Lloyd, the pretty that's Annie. what it says here, Jesus. and catching the eye, that's her personality trait. That's like her descriptor. <laughs> you are right, love. She's and, a woman. That's all and, she's good for. And catching she's the, fit in it. So he catches the eye of recruiter Ken, who's played by Pete Postlewaite, during an amateur game. The future is suddenly looking brighter for Jimmy. Unfortunately, to make it in the big leagues, he'll first have to win his <laughs> bout with the bottle. Uh, um, this movie was made in yeah ninety five or ninety six or something. It's uh, it's set in nineteen ninety five. Um, it's uh, straight up. It fucking sucked. <laughs> it, was, was, it was not a cinematic masterpiece by was, any means. I yeah. was going through the comments on YouTube because the oh videos God. on the comments, and one of them was just like, "Why the fuck would they 
cast a 36 year old to that's play that's what i was saying i yes. literally like looked up his this, age i was yeah. like he looks so old <laughs> and he kind of already looks old yeah um for i was me, so confused <laughs> when he walked into that house where like his mom was like yeah. Wait, you're 36 living with your mom it's like he's supposed to be playing 25 but something they didn't, like that it, yeah, yeah it was very bizarre um first off you know this was like I don't watch a lot of British a lot of British movies or yeah. sometimes I watch like British TV but I needed fucking subtitles but oh, even the man. subtitles the TV couldn't even get the subtitles That's right true. like it was so Taking we ended up turning them off um, um so yeah. I took a bunch of notes on it so let's just start kind of going through it if you yeah. got if you guys took notes feel free to well chime in with those as well or I think the only thing well yeah we can get we can get to it I just don't know where it will fall into your notes but I, I have a little bit of an issue with the synopsis like with whoever wrote it but <laughs> yeah. we can well, yeah we can there's get there. a lot that happens that isn't just like yeah. drinking or related well that wasn't a synopsis that was more of like a almost like synopsis, a teaser like a, or, like a yeah what do you call that a plot summary no, dude I, yeah whatever look it sounds like it's, it's I don't, just let's go through a beat by beat I all think of that picking this apart I so think. I felt the same way because I was like wait there's supposed to be way more drinking that like I think I, I probably drank more like last dr- night than I what, did than he did the entire exactly film. That's exactly what I said yesterday. There was like, not enough drinking for me either. <laughs> if this guy's a drunk, like what does what? that make me? Like <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay, so anyway, I this the, I wrote that the opening was very stereotypical, and that was really the entire movie. Yeah. Everything was so on the nose. Like we were watching it. Me, Amy, and our friend Graham were watching it. We put someone else through the shit. And, um, <laughs> oh man, we, we were he like, flies in from Houston yesterday. Yeah. Today and we're like, come, come, come watch this stupid movie. You want to see Sean Bean's penis? <laughs> so we, his little penis. <laughs> Spoiler uh, alert. We were just like, this shit is as on the nose as it could possibly fucking be. And Everything. it never stopped. The stereotypical opening. I, I think I wrote that because it was like, it, I don't know. It was just like, what was it? It was them. Uh, it's like a boy there was like the, ball the boys playing the industry, soccer yeah, like in the du- industrial right area, industrial yeah. area just everything was so just like on the nose and then the guy i wrote joke regarding wife i thought that was actually a one of the funnier things that this was a thing. terrible joke. It, was, it was a terrible joke it was so bad it was it was uh, a bunch of old guys at the factory and then um a one bit of, of them, banter yeah one of them was like talking i don't know there was like uh my, Let's hear it, Lex. I think he said like <laughs> my wife is my wife's dead, and then he was the other guy's like, oh man, he's like, yeah, you know, she she died. Sorry to hear that. Sorry to hear it. He's like, yeah, she's been dead for two weeks, and I like just found out today, and they're like, oh my god, like what the fuck? What took you so long? He's like, well, the sex has been the same, but the laundry started piling up. <laughs> and I was just like, oh my god, what and, is this? And that was like in it, the first three minutes, yeah, probably. And like, <laughs> and the like, guy telling the this? joke was so proud of himself. He thought he was so funny. Yeah. And yeah. Just a bit of banter isn't it um <laughs> so it's it's crazy because i didn't know the sheffield united kind of context in this so i was really surprised when you know sean bean gets home from work and he lives i guess he shares a room with his brother or something like that uh and his little brother is like a huge sheffield united fan like every wall he has these old programs that he's like you know cherished and saved mm-hmm. up from over the years and uh they're like oh these programs could be worth a lot of money uh but I was a bit of foreshadowing. It was kind of crazy that like Sheffield United let them use like their yeah their name and likeness. You know, the very whole bizarre. movie on like Manchester United. They did, they did. I think they played in those blue kits before. You were uh, you weren't convinced, but I think they uh, did. I'm looking up right now. Yeah, look it up. Um, but they let like 
they used the Arsenal name. They used, uh, I think they, they definitely used footage from old games on the TVs and stuff. They had the Sharp uh, uh, ad logo, you know, it was... Is, uh, is I, I think when you're making a movie, I think there is some sort of weird rules where like there is um, like fair use. So it's not quite copyright infringement to mm. like, you know, use the name and likenesses of a club as long as you're not like totally. I guess it, yeah, it was off, like but, in a positive light. Too. Right. Yeah. Like it was it was kind of like a Sheffield like puff piece. It way. kind yeah. of was because there was a lot of actual Sheffield shit that they used, like the place where he worked. It was a place called Stone's Brewery. They That's literally a brewery that is in Sheffield that was founded in 1868. Uh, I guess they closed in 1999, but like... They made they, all that money from the movie. They were like, fuck this. They let they filmed there. It's like a real place. I didn't place. even know that was a brewery. Yeah, It, it just looked yeah. like he worked at a factory. I, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I, I saw the like, kegs in the background. I was like, yeah, that, that checks out. Um, The team he gets scouted by... Uh, Hall- Hallam, Hallam Football Club, Hallam probably. Uh, they're a real team. Uh, Hallam play, I, I learned this fact, they play at what Guinness World Record says is the oldest football ground in the world. It, it looked like it. So th- that's where Hallam play. Uh, and then obviously Sheffield United, right? They're a real, um, they're a real club. And all of the places they filmed like are the real stadiums and shit. So I feel like they maybe blew all their money. Wait, on you said the Guinness said that was the oldest football stadium in the world. <laughs> uh, the Guinness Book of World Records said where Hallam FC play are is the oldest football ground in the world. That is uh, called Sandy Gate. Uh, okay, Sandy that, Gate. that would make sense if they spent all their money on the locations because otherwise, very low budget. Yeah, yeah. the licensing went <laughs> towards no. Sheffield United, yeah. United. No, and the irony of it is on the Sheffield on the United movie poster. On the movie poster, his shirt is wiped of all logos and all Sheffield United crests. So it's just like, well, uh, so maybe they, they saw it and didn't like it. they must not have had like actual permission. Yeah. Yeah, who knows? Um, one, speaking they of Sheffield... They saw it and they're like, God, we can't be associated God, with this. God, is that Sean Bean's penis? <laughs> no, you can't use the team name. So so Sean Bean is out here, right, living with his family and his brother's a huge Sheffield United fan and I guess everyone is because they're there. Really, I think Sheffield ones there, the better Sheffield team, but we don't have to get into all that. Um, not currently. Uh-oh. He's playing uh, just in a, in a pub team. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, they play and then they go get beers and they hang out. Uh, one thing I thought was funny about that bar is that they literally there's Martin Tyler commentary like playing out loud. And I'm like, damn, it's crazy. Martin Tyler's like still there back then. So Legend. He's forever. I uh, wrote down fat ref. I thought it was funny that there was a fat ref because yeah. the ref like had tight little pants and he was like a big fat guy. I have to say, to be honest, a, l- a lot of those guys were fat. I was going to say, even the players. That's oh, yeah. exactly what or, I was going to say. Not in shape. None <laughs> or, of the, or couldn't play. None of the people playing looked like they would actually be players, except weirdly enough, Sean Bean. Like, Sean Bean was, Sean most, Bean was like, like okay. He wasn't super but bad. He was, like, he was all right, yeah. He was but, like the only person in the movie that was like somewhat good looking except for Pretty Annie, of course. Um, <laughs> so pretty. It was like everybody else was just like fucking haggard looking. Yeah. Like it was... I, maybe we didn't have sh- money on the pretty extras. We had to get all the ugly ones from around. They could only afford so, Annie and the Bean. Well, yeah. speaking of Pretty Annie, right? So Pretty Annie starts. She just recently started at this brewery. I literally don't know what she's doing there, but somehow she got a job there. Uh, so at the the scene where they meet, uh, they meet in like 
the boss's office or something and then as he's sean like getting Bean, his check i think yeah he's picking up his check she and he must goes, work in like bookkeeping or yeah he goes you you shorted me and the boss is like no i didn't and she goes well, let me see and she looks at her she goes yeah you shorted him 26 and quid 26 quid 26 squids and so he he turns around and he's leaving and she gives like the craziest like checking him out type thing she like she's like she, a like, lip biting bends her neck like around the package, door the yeah, she, like, and she's biting her lip. her lip it's like oh my god all right like fucking lay it on a little schmuck or like it's just such a everything in this so fucking movie. Cringe. And oh. so it's just overacting. Yeah, classic overacting. Well, so they end up. Uh, Sean Bean. They they start a relationship. They're kind of falling in love. Whatever. Sean Bean at this time also gets discovered as a player randomly. Some guy shows up and he comes and talks to him after. He goes, "Hey, I was really impressed with you. Do you want a trial at Hallam FC or whatever?" Uh, apparently, he was. Annie's uncle. That's what I was going to say. It's crazy. Which was so random what the and hell? unnecessary. I felt like, totally okay, unnecessary. I felt like this whole time, like, Annie was stalking him. Right? Like, she always knew what he was up she to. She always she, comes out of nowhere. <laughs> it's just, like, randomly, completely And she always knows what he's doing. Like, but, what's happening? And then just leaves. Yeah. And, and it just moves but on. But it was weird. Like, it was almost like she sent her uncle to watch him play. Yeah. I mean, I think she was trying to, like, help. do him a favor. Like, help him out. Yeah, and she did. That was, that was very nice. But... It was like weird that she didn't say anything to him until after yeah. he got the. Oh, by the way, that's my uncle. And he yeah. was like, oh, weird. Like, I would, I'd be like, oh, okay. Why didn't, like, why you could have just told me before. that? Like, why? No. Yeah. Um, either way, he gets the trial and they like him at the new club that he's moving up, right? Uh, he's moved on to a new league, a higher league. And now he's on 12 pounds a week. I wrote that down because I thought that was hilarious mm-hmm. that he's on 12 pounds a week. Killing it's kind of it. like what Eric and Jordan are on for the fucking show. If that. <laughs> they get $8 going towards playing in the pickup game. Touches. And then they get a chicken sandwich. That's like that's that's all I the need. salary. Um, there was it still wasn't the highest level because before they started there was people chasing sheep around that on the was pitch, hilarious trying to get the sheep off the pitch and I don't know if you saw their little dugout or their bench but it's like cinder blocks they like, were ducking they were like when there. they were getting up to celebrate they had to like come out of it otherwise they would hit their head yeah it was classic really funny. dugout I kind of want to go to that that ground it was very muddy that like, was my big the, takeaway the pitch looked atrocious like yeah. uh, unplayable unplayable Ugh. conditions yeah Amy you were shocked at that during this during the screening you kept being like it, it just looked so I mean it's just you know, I'm like a little bit of a clean freak and like all these men are coming in after the match and they're just so muddy and sweaty and gross and ugh. well you know what and the grit and the gram they are and there's they probably are sheep shit because the shit. sheep are out there everywhere well, they're oh, muddy they're sweaty but they gotta wash it off <laughs> oh, oh, here we know better way to wash it off <laughs> than to get into a hot tub with eight of your boys with, naked drinking beers with all your mates crawling <laughs> all over each other yeah. <laughs> I might add totally unnecessary scene <laughs> like, was, lo- every scene in this sh- a lot of every scene was unnecessary everyone knows after a match you get butt naked with the boys <laughs> in a hot tub and you do a little wrestling everybody knows this yeah, oh. yeah. those scenes they came out of nowhere I was like what is going on like they teased it first a lot of ass they teased it first because there was two ver- two instances of man ass just like randomly and you're yeah. like oh that's kind of weird like and then that's in the budget five, maybe five to ten minutes later is like the hot tub scene and you're just like what is happening <laughs> they were like spilling beer on each other so hot there wasn't even like there wasn't even like okay let's like all sit there but there's water and like you know it's kind of they were literally on top of each other he's standing there just like what is happening he's standing on top of the hot tub his entire body's out of it pouring beer it's fucking the scene went on for a little 
little too long. Way yeah. too long. Way too long. Um, I wrote down cross as a gift question mark because I thought that was really weird. That oh, she's he, Catholic. She's Irish. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so you, you just want to give? Would you give someone a cross as a gift? Look, if they Irish. were Irish Catholic, Dude, she or was Catholic. confessing. Like in her church, obviously she's dun, dun. Oh, spoilers, but, but yeah, she's obviously like really religious. That's a yeah, part of her identity. I think, I think it made sense as a gift. Uh, not again, only okay, is she pretty, so on she's pretty. And she's pretty religious. She's, pretty religious. Well. Oh, she's yeah. very on the nose, but you know something we talked about when we were watching this, and I think the cross as a gift kind of plays into that. What is the time lapse here? Oh my like, god, we were talking about this on the drive. Or was it like a month or two? Like, was yeah. it weeks? There months, is no context days? to no like the time jump. No yeah. baby bump. The yeah. way, no baby bump. Like, yeah. no baby. It must have been. They couldn't afford it. I think it wasn't in the budget. So basically, I think he what happened? They promoted meet, every single week. They, they <laughs> meet, they fuck, and then he gives her a cross necklace. It was like yeah. we don't know if that it could have happened overnight. Like yeah, and and then I guess in that if it was like such a compressed time, I guess maybe the the cross gift is a little a little much. It's just such a wild thing because the games you'd assume happen every weekend. Yeah, and maybe the last game of the thing is midweek because it isn't a cup. They say it's cup a cup match, but like it, that would mean that he he played once Saturday. So when Saturday comes, then he played the, the next Saturday. That's when he got scouted and he got promoted. I think with Hallam, whatever, he played three matches, maybe yeah. two, three, let's say three. So that's five weeks. Then they make he also seem- had a number of trials, which yeah. are also on, on Saturday, on the weekend. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> they make it seem like. I, I, yeah, I mean, the whole film probably took place over two to three months. Like, yeah. it couldn't have been Meteoric long. rise. The, the hardest part about making a movie is making the time pass properly. Um, well, this movie was the not next thing the I have example yeah. after Naked Tub Beers on here Hell is yeah. uh, Jimmy's swagged out brother, Jimmy. Amy. What are, you said this is not me, so <laughs> oh, okay. I'll let you. Well, I mean, I said this in the we all agreed. In the, we in all the agreed. comfort of, you know, in the heat of the moment, off the record. No, not off the record. Okay, whatever. I His brother was clearly autistic. Yes, I think he, so too. And, and I, that's not saying anything wrong. Right, but no. he, no, just he was, the he was, way that he was like so meticulously obsessed and knew everything, could recall like moments that happened in matches yeah. years ago. And he had all these programs and yeah. I don't know. And but he was, he was always wearing Sheffield United themed things. Guys. But like but in he the was swaggiest, out. he definitely was the best dressed in the film. <laughs> you guys are analyzing this way too hard. He's just a bad actor. Yeah. He's, he's not autistic. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. <laughs> it's not that deep. <laughs> I think ridiculous. he was autistic. I think and I, I think yeah. that he had a great fashion sense. So maybe this is a great time and to... I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, this wasn't eating Gilbert great. <laughs> He was just a bad actor. Uh, I think also, uh, I, I brought this up earlier. I wrote Sheffield United branded content because at this point, at, at this point, it seemed like okay, dude. Like we get that they're Sheffield United fans. Yeah. You don't have to keep fucking beating us United. over the head with Sheffield United. Shit. I mean, I thought the tattoo was pretty well done. Oh, we'll get to that in a little bit. Spoilers, Jordy. Don't, uh, don't bring anything up on the the notes before yeah. we get there. I think right, this well. is a good time. <laughs> worked up. This is a good time to bring up the family dynamic. Mm. Oh God! So they live in a small flat that 
includes Sean Bean, yes. his brother, yes, m- mom, yes, sister, sister, and dad, who is a drunken gambling a addict. addict. He kind of comes miner. and goes. Yeah. We didn't even know it was a coal miner until like an I know, hour I was into like, the movie. Yeah. Okay, the whole like, thing where like, we know we know that he has a job because he's always going to pick up a check, but we never see this man working. He's either at the betting track or he is or at, at the, the bar pub. at yep. the pub. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, he was my uh, favorite like character because the actor was so nuts every line he, he delivers so is angry. insane every was single scene was just anger anger so 110% what's happening is this family you know he's working at the coal mine and the family and apparently the brother works there too which we don't find out I'll tell we get why to that. they have the swaggy autistic brother at the coal like that's what you I can't, you, he can't be working in the coal mine as a swag you, you gotta keep autist. underground yeah. Amy yeah. <laughs> he's not allowed to be let out in public I was just he's autistic remember so, so fucking uh, the the dad is working at the coal mines, right? And he's earning money. Yes. And, but somehow the family is always broke and they're struggling to pay the any dad of their always, bills. Yeah, he's like, we're in because debt. Because the dad is gambling away all the fucking money. And he's so yeah. shit at gambling that he keeps losing. <laughs> but then, uh, you know, I guess this is a great time to bring up the horse racing scene. So it turns out that they're like a lot of money behind on yeah. their bills. Like their mom confesses to them that the dad hasn't been paying the bills for months and like they're risking getting their utilities cut off and so losing their house sean bean's character jimmy like a true like bright valiant son says i'm gonna take matters into my own hands and how am i gonna win this money how am i gonna get this money back by gambling (laughs) so he he goes to the horse gambling and the gets a tip from a guy says i'd put it on this horse and so you're led to believe that's what he does uh no that horse loses to a crazy horse that had like 20 to 1 odds and everyone's like fuck yeah. and he's like actually I put my money on that horse we just won a thousand pounds he or whatever he took the opposite advice and the horse's name out. no chance <laughs> no, yeah he, they were stoked on that he kept on everyone so he gets home and I guess this thousand quid really changed like the entire yeah, trajectory of they life were, they, right like somehow we've that, never seen money that, like this in that our that lives thousand quid like really went well, far because they were behind 300 pounds yeah. or 300 quid whatever and it was about to just like ruin <laughs> their entire life yeah <laughs> now he's got a thousand well when he gives his mom the money when he puts the 300 you know quid on the table she goes Oh, I never thought I'd see this much money in my life. Yeah. Oh, blimey. I'm like, the fuck? It's like $300. Oh, blimey, Jimmy. Like, even if it was, you know, 1996, like, that's still, I mean, it can't, it's like a few months bills, yeah. but whatever. And it just seemed like, no spoilers here, but it seemed like Jimmy was making this extra 700 pounds. He really stretched that he shit stretched out for the rest it. of the fucking movie. He stretched it out for a long they time. They make Sheffield seem like a third world country. I don't so, understand. So Jimmy gets pumped <laughs> on this. Probably not too far off. <laughs> Jimmy's pumped that he's won the money, so he goes to celebrate. Him and his brother go to the bar to celebrate. Um, and I think at this point, is this when... Uh, it, does Annie come back? Annie always pops into the bar randomly. Annie, are you and okay? Yeah, this is, okay, nowhere. this was the one time I was annoyed. She, yeah, she's always just popping up. I guess that's where she it's knows she'll device, find yeah. him. Uh, but this true. was the time he was celebrating again, just had a massive win. And she pops up and asks him if he wants to go see a flat with her. And he's like, no bitch like I'm here celebrating with my boys like what are you talking about she shows up up with her goth friend right yeah 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 yeah. Yeah. and uh, I just thought that was 
I'm like, so, no, he doesn't want to go look at a so flat with you right she, now. She walks up to him and is like, hey, I have some like a thing I need to talk to you about, like a, a private discussion. Can we go over here? And, yeah. And she, he's like, oh, yeah, sure. Like, what is it? And then she's like, that's when she goes, we should go look at a flat together. And he's yeah. like, that's okay, like, yeah, sure. Wait, wait, wait. Know, whatever. <laughs> Wasn't that because she couldn't bring up? Yes. Turns yeah. out from their, their tryst. Yeah. They, mm. is, that, is that a word? Tryst? Yes. Yeah. So she. Late night tryst. She was with child. Yes. And she couldn't bring herself to <laughs> tell him. But she did say. She had a bun in the oven the She whole did time. say, I have something to tell you. I haven't been able to tell you for a few weeks. So, again, time makes no sense yeah. in this movie. I, I cannot. And I think. I know time is a construct and it doesn't actually exist anyway. But, like, when I'm watching a movie, I Stop really. That deep, bro. I, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. When I'm watching a movie, I really need to know the timeline. Like, if I don't know the timeline, I get really stressed out and I can't enjoy yeah. it. She shows up. She's like, We had sex yesterday. I'm seven months pregnant. And so the next day is one of his mate's birthday celebrations. That's why he's like, well, fuck. I mean, I, yeah, I guess I could go with you tomorrow, but like, I, I kind of already have plans, but he's Sean Bean's character overall. And this is a nice, a pretty nice guy. He goes, except for the stripper thing, but whatever, we'll get there. Uh, he goes to this, uh, well, not a screening, what's it called? Viewing, I guess of the flat open house and or something. open house. And he's in a suit. And I was like, why is he in a suit? And then it turns out, cause he has to go to the bar for his friend's mm, birthday. Right. Um, and he gets there and he's like, what does he say? He's like, I'm not drinking or something like that. And then when the, he gets he was to like, the party, he said they ordered coke. shots and he, which I, you know, that's fucked up of his friends. No peer pressure. If somebody's yeah. telling you they want a fucking Coke, who cares why they want to drink a Coke? Just fucking cut it up and give it to him. I think, yeah. Right. I actually I think, had a fight about it. They're like, you're well, having a Coke? We're going to beat the shit out of each other yeah, over this. They were so <laughs> mad about it. And it was so over the top. I also think, I don't think that it was like public knowledge that he was going on this trial. Like his brother knew about it, but I don't think he wanted to tell all of That's right, because the, the way it went time-wise was Annie doesn't tell him she's pregnant. The next day, it's see a flat, have a birthday. Then it's trial the next Sec day. Actually, it's the second trial. He has already had the first. Oh, yeah. At this point, somehow Sheffield United already has their eye yeah, on him. Sorry, this is like the last. I took someone else needs to take no sex time. Uh, he, Sheffield United have already approved him for one trial. If he makes the second one with the big he's boss, on the team. he's on the team. And in the first trial, they're like, oh, like you're good. If you were the only person on the pitch, right? Like you, very said, selfish player. He wasn't a team player. A, a that bit was Panenka. <laughs> yeah, head downer. <laughs> head downer. <laughs> that was their criticism. Um. So, either way, I guess what ends up happening? He gets drunk, and then does Annie show up again? And uh, he's like no. sad for some reason. No. And then I wrote here: there's a hard cut to the strip club. Okay, so he is a little like well, I guess like he's in his head because Annie's pregnant, right? And mm. I think a lot of things are coming to reality for him right like mm -hmm. oh no this didn't happen sorry wait, wait. no i i was getting ahead of myself okay so yeah he's well, like he, we, he's hard on himself he has a fight with his dad right when when is not the fight with not yet okay the fight with his dad didn't ha i mean his dad was an asshole yeah, he was, was basically like you're a failure time. you're not gonna make it you're not good enough but i think what happens is oh again, he's nervous that's he's, what it he's is. nervous and he's just kind of giving in to his old habits like the friends are doing a shot and they won't fucking leave him alone when he says he wants a coke he really tries he says fuck it one shot turns into multiple shots and then hard, hard cut. cut to the strip club which actually 
that was like some of the only good editing in the that piece was of a these really, hard cuts. Yeah. Like they were sick. But um, he's in the strip club. And Jordy, you you noticed something about the, stri- the stripper. Uh, the the work club. on that tattoo on that woman's <laughs> ass of the Sheffield United logo was Man, she just got that done. Yeah, it was fresh. She must have just got that. Yeah, done. This she had a Sheffield United tattoo on her right on her butt right cheek. ass cheek, and no other tattoos. It was That's beautiful. It, just the one. Like, <laughs> what a That's crazy thing! What a queen for that. your only tattoo to be a tattoo of the logo. Uh, or the crest Ugh. of the it is great local marketing soccer club. If you're a stripper, though, but sure. That's what I'm trying to say. Is yeah. it's so Get they're hammering club. you over the head. We know that they're it's fans good. of the club. We <laughs> yeah. know like, you don't have to put the stripper's ass on tattoo mode. Like and no one paid. Geez. I saw I saw no dollars in that scene. Yeah. What's up? That's with that? something you brought up. Yeah, you were like, why is no one paying? Yeah, there was yeah. just You're right. No, they weren't. I think no, it's because oh, their money's coins. Oh, and then the weirdest, <laughs> and then the weirdest thing about the strip club scene is like, you know, obviously she's doing her thing. They're all like, "Oh my god, you're so hot." Then just like it always happens with Mr. Jimmy, the stripper is making her way over to him and all of a sudden just starts like making out with him. His hand is on her ass, like she starts taking her panties off, like what? <laughs> They're basically like fucking right there, and all the other men are just well. What? Like hey, you said it earlier. You said he's the only attra- attractive one in the yeah, whole city. Yeah, clearly. Well, I mean, yeah, he called your own shot. I on mean, that one. I didn't. I said he was the most attractive. But so he goes home. He goes home with the stripper yeah. and uh, whatever. Obviously, has a bender. Like yeah. has been drinking all night. And wakes he, up in the stripper's bed. And he missed his trial. Missed the trial. He missed it. And the, uh, Annie's there, uncle, right? he was kind of at that point, like, in a way, like his mentor. Like, he was the one who set him up with the Sheffield trial. Yep. He'd been, like, making sure that, you know, he was doing what he needed to do. So he's not showing up. This guy, I forget his name. Who? Uh, the uncle. Oh, uh, Ken. Ken. Ken calls Jimmy's house and he's like, where's Jimmy? I guess nobody knows where Jimmy is. So then once again, Annie shows up. Well, he doesn't make the trial, yeah. but he sucks. Like he's drunk. Yeah. He well, he shows up like late. He, he, shows up, he shows up late. He's yeah. drunk and he's terrible. Yeah. And the guy's like, I've seen enough. And he's they out. They kick him out. And so, yeah, they tell him to get off the pitch. So he tell him to go home. And then he gets a call from Annie yep. and she's just like, you fucked a stripper, didn't you? Yeah. Or something like that. Like and you it's didn't like, go home last night, did you? That's why I wrote like women's. Intu- I wrote women's intuition. Hey, women always know. We always like, know. What the just fuck? Sits up out of a dead sleep. Just yeah, the yeah. Om- omniscient. Something's off. Omniscient <laughs> Annie, dude. She knows it all. Yeah. Uh, and then at this point, it reminds de- me of a song actually, but he, I probably shouldn't mention it. Uh, probably not. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay? No. Yeah. No, let's. Yeah. Let's. We've already said all some right. flagrant right. things. All I think right. we've said enough flagrant. I mean, the movie. The movie is pretty flagrant in its own way. Um, I wrote kid on the bus weird because he's randomly on a bus at that point. Yeah, okay. Oh, he decides to take a bus to go see his dad and brother at work? Yeah, this is what I didn't understand. Why was he going there? I didn't. No idea. Like, there was Let no me go con- have a look at them at the mines. There was no context as to where he was going, why he was going. We had no fucking idea that his dad and his brother both worked, worked in there. a mine that was a bus right away. Like, <laughs> none of, like, you'll find out. How is his brother, like, hanging out with him, but also going to work at this mine that's clearly a long. Yeah. Anyway. So he's on this bus, and this kid is just staring at him. I don't even know what the kid says to him. He walks off and this kid is just like staring at him he and just he stares said something and he's like, like I'm going to see my uncle and he has candy for me or oh some something weird like and then that. the 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 Jimmy's like see you later little buddy or whatever and he just gets off the bus and 
it turns out he gets off the bus at the coal mines that have had just just had a collapse <laughs> a terrible like, accident a terrible accident doesn't, yeah. and doesn't know what's happened in. they go is anyone dead and they're like we don't know and it turns out like one person one died person is what it looked died. like because everyone looked safe and guess who it was it was Jimmy's brother yeah, and the way that they entered, the way that what was they his name? Russell Russ, 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 the way swagged out Russ, the way that they showed swagged out Russ being dead is they <laughs> took the cover off of him and someone like peeled his eyes back yeah. and they were white. It's like he's dead, by the way. Like yeah. it's like that's oh, again they, they're just beating you over the head with every fucking yeah, thing, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. So obviously Jimmy's devastated. devastated. So you know what it. he does. He does the classic sad trope of walking down the train tracks. Yeah. Like, I like, feel what like the fuck is this? I shit, feel like dude? all the notes from here on out are like purely like cinematic or editorial. Yeah, uh, he just walks down this train tracks and he's like sad. He's sad, and a train is approaching. And yeah, he's and about to do the whole Harvey Dent I coin guess, flip. Yeah, earlier in the. This is another stupid thing. Earlier in the movie, his brother gave him a because he was like, "I don't know if I want to go on trial." And the he brother was, said, yeah. "Why don't you flip the coin?" And it's like, "Wait, tails like, never fails." And it landed on tails, and and that was it. And then he went on the trial. It's like your your main plot device shouldn't be someone flipping a coin. Like yeah. that's not that doesn't make any. We haven't sense. even. To be fair, it was two out of three. Yeah, yeah that he had to get. <laughs> we haven't. Not well, just it's one because the first one landed on tails, and he was like, "It's best of three because he didn't want to go because he's a little bitch. That's why. So he's walking down this train track like the little bitch that he is, and the, the fucking train is coming, yes. and he's like ready to let it take him. He's like, "I'm gonna just get." Get, the train is gonna hit me. From, the train's gonna hit, hit me in the back. Yeah, but right. like the train wasn't moving that fast. That would have been Please miserable. Please, train, take me from the back. <laughs> and so, uh, run a train on me. So he looks down and he he's got the coin that Russ gave him. Yeah, and then he like he, finds it in his. He like pocket. hears Russ's head or Russ in his head being like that or something. Some Tails shit. never fails. And next thing you know, the train drives by and it leaves, and he's gotten off. The, he's off the train track. He decided. I guess like, he flipped the right way. Yeah, which there was like not enough time he, to. Flip. In, that thing was close. In like, my, the way I viewed it, which is probably not what happened, but they made it seem like he was flipping a coin of whether he should off himself. That's what I thought. That's too. what it was, right? I think he yeah. just looked at the coin that's and exactly remembered. I think is he just remembered his, no. brother. Just lost his brother. Well, I think knowing what happens, I think really what it is, they don't do a good job of telling you this, yeah. but I think his brother's voice motivates him and he realizes like my brother isn't here so i need to like get my shit together and start living for him that's what i really think happened but they made it seem like he flipped a coin to see if he should that's die what i thought not. would happen because he's walking on the tracks obviously there's a train behind you yeah. you can hear the thing coming yeah. and he's like ah, and he's got the coin yeah. in his hand yeah and he's just his brother's like tails never fails and i'm just like <laughs> So I mean, like, if you get tails, you're gonna kill yourself. Yeah, like, like, yeah. No, like, he, which way are we he going? lives if he gets a tail. Which way are we going? Either way, he That's gets a tail. Tails, it. tails never fails, like, as in I'm gonna keep going. This movie, this tails. movie is high art. It oh leads to God. so many different interpretations. <laughs> yeah, so he steps off of the train tracks and he doesn't kill himself. And next thing you know, we get into a cracking training montage that is well, so fucking. What happens terrible. right before that? He goes home and he has a terrible fight with his father. Oh yeah, yeah and his yeah. father is basically like, 
Ask he like couple. slaps him or something. I don't remember. His, like, yeah, he's like he his dad's calling him. Wife yeah, his dad's calling yeah, him. Yeah, like, I remember the dad was about to right. hit the mom. He breaks up the fight, and then his dad ends up kicking him out, and he's like, "Don't come back here." And then his dad like collapses on the floor and starts crying. Right? Yeah, Is that it was the same? very weird. Again, no explanation why his dad had like a weird change of heart. Really bizarre. But really bizarre. then now your favorite thing. So he says, "You know up. what? Fuck it. I'm not coming back. I'm training." Yeah. No pun intended. Train, training, wow! But he is. He went he, from the train to training. That's right. Uh, and a song comes on. That's I didn't check which song this was, but both uh, so, someone from Spando Ballet and someone from Def Leppard yeah, made so, special music for this. Yeah. fucking we didn't thing. even get into the sound design. Oh which God, sounds terrible. terrible. But uh, I, I guess De- Def Leppard. I think we just covered all of it right, right then and there. Yeah, there you go. So the training montage is fucking awful. Um, it, I hate mont. I hate like cheesy montages. I think they're so bad. One scene that was cool though was the end of the training montage where Ken is Ken finds him training. I guess and like helps him keep training. Yeah. Even though Ken was no, pissed he at shows him for up at his house. Yeah. See, I, I, I got to do a better job with notes. He shows time. up. He shows up at his house. Oh. One thing that I was gonna say at the beginning of the training montage somehow with this 700 pounds like i said this shit stretched out yeah. he somehow gets his own flat oh, so that's now true. he's living in his own flat and and he's not even on not, sheffield wages yet. and he doesn't have a job he's still, remember, he's still on 12 pounds he got a week fired from his job but somehow he has a flat oh. and that's when he gets his shit together he starts training he decides to go back to ken's house and basically say i want one more chance can i redo my trial and I, I forgot to say that he got fired from his job. Yeah. We, my bad. My bad. Uh, yeah, it was, it was after right. he went out drinking after horse racing bets. He yes. showed up nine minutes late. Nine minutes And late. then got fired from yeah. his job. Uh, either way. So, yeah, you're right. How does he afford a flat? No way. Because he won that, that 700 quid. That's all he had. And he got 12 well, pounds a week. Well, he did spend a lot of it on drinks and strip club yeah. so Hell i don't know how much he has left over he's, at this he's, point. he's he's running on credit at this point um, <laughs> aren't we all he in the training montage ken is driving a car next to him while he's running and yeah. i was like damn we need to do this like you can drive your car jordan can run next to yeah you. i'm not yeah no, i'll film it I'm good. Um, <laughs> so that montage ends and they decide to do another montage it's literally two back-to-back montages and i don't know exactly what was in the montage because i didn't write it down but it's mostly I- him it being, was like him going back on the trial. Yeah, maybe and like making going, the team. And that this whole point, he still hasn't talked to Annie because Annie and him basically went Splitsville after his tryst with the stripper. Yes, I believe. And at, at, while this is happening, they do go back to Annie. Mm-hmm. She's now going to confessional. Yeah. And I don't. I missed that scene because I got up to get water or something. But she, what does she say? Like I'm pregnant. Should I keep it? And he says, keep it. Or yeah, something. I don't She's really. She's essentially like, I don't know what I'm gonna do with the baby. Like I don't want it to ruin my life. At this point, I think all of us were like, when is this thing going to end? Well, I thought that she had an abortion. I thought that's why she went to the confessional. Because there was no baby bump. There was no baby bump, and she went to the confessional, but... Who knows? I have no idea what happened. Either way, he makes the fucking team. <laughs> yeah, uh, somehow. They, this they, t- turns around so quickly. He just, like, makes the team, and then everything is better, except for the Annie thing, but eventually... He does like he, he, he tries keeps, to go he, back. He, he like keeps writing her letters and like keeps showing up at her door. Her mom won't let him talk to her, but apparently this whole time Annie's been getting his notes and she's quick. They're close to being won over yet yeah, again. She's keep- and she appears out of nowhere again and is like, 
Oh hi, how how are you? I must go now. Yeah. I'll see you later. And yeah. just, just leaves and, and nothing. And no, else. And no baby bump. So I'm and, like, she definitely got an abortion. And in, in the snow, nonetheless. Oh there's yeah, it was one scene of the entire movie that happens in the snow, and it's that one. Yeah, yeah, Annie's like, a witch. I'm gonna go ahead and say yes, she's the probably. Witch. Annie shows up in the snow, and then they're like. She's like, you can it's, tell it's that so she awkward, wants dude. to get back together with him, but then her mom's like, Annie, come inside. And she's like, bye. It's like, your mom, <laughs> you're, you're like, you're, you, how does your mom have this much and control over Kent you, bro? is the one who says, like, she's keeping the baby. Yeah. Like, Annie doesn't, but again, she never shows signs of pregnancy, so we don't it, know. So either way, they play Arsenal. <laughs> <laughs> Where is she keeping that baby is what I want to know. Sheffield United, by the way. a prequel to Harry Potter, The Baby's Under the Stairs. I went and looked at the table from 95. They finished 20th in the Premier League this year. But this man went from Pub League to Premier League in, like, six weeks. We don't even know. Oh, shit. That, remember the real story, the guy who was in prison, from Prim to some... Whatever. What? What? There was like a real story we talked about earlier in the the show, like several one of oh, the earlier. Oh, that weeks. was um, was that Friday? From prison no, to no. prem. From prison to oh, prem. I like, did that one, and I don't remember his name. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, yeah, the retention's not great. Um, <laughs> Arsenal. They who they play Arsenal, then they play Leeds, and somehow it's a suddenly the pivotal match against Man United. It, it's a cup final or some shit. Yeah. Somehow, but it's being played at at the Sheffield United Stadium. It's fair. Oh, sure. Maybe just a cup match first leg that year they went out in the uh third round of the cup to bury so kind of bad like you shouldn't be losing that if you're a premier league uh club so he's still on the bench he's never played a minute for sheffield united but he's he's on the bench uh a crunching tackle happens a yellow card is given but that player is injured um at halftime they're losing and he gets a chance to come on. They're like, you know what? You're going to come on for Dave. Dave's playing bad. That, so, <laughs> that team, that halftime it, team talk was one for the eight. Yeah, so, riveting. Uh, so I was on the edge of my seat. So Jimmy comes on for Dave. Uh, he starts playing. I think he played like he, he, he made a bad mistake or something and they got scored on. Yes. And so he, they're out, they're down two nil. He hacked the guy down. Yeah. Received oh, a, yellow, a yellow card. Like, and, and then yeah. they put that away. They scored off the free kick. Off the free kick. Yeah. Right. Okay. So then they're down. And two. everyone's like, oh my God, he's going to ruin the game. They're yeah. down 2-0. He's having visions of Russ in the stands. Yeah. But before he, that. So oh. before that. Yes. Free kick happens. Everyone on the pitch is just like, you're garbage. You're yeah, trash. You shouldn't so be on the field. The yeah. ball rolls out for a throw in and another player comes over and like snatches the ball away. He's yeah. like, get out of here. You're not taking these. You're garbage. <laughs> you're trash. And he just like drops his head and like walks back on the pitch. And then so, yeah, he's just like kind of standing there feeling bad for himself, sees Russ in the stands. And then it just like cuts to a player kicking the ball. He looks over his shoulder. The ball hits off his head and it like goes to another player and he just gets kicked in the goal and everyone's like, oh my God, Jimmy, you did it. You did it. We love you. You're the best. So Jimmy gets an assist after Jimmy seeing gets a, an assist. Immediately. Yeah. Inspiring after, vision of Russ. After hallucinating yeah. his, his <laughs> dead brother. Hallucinations. The so, you know, they also, speaking of the stands, they keep cutting back to the stands and like Annie is also yeah. at the match she's with up there. Ken and she's like watching him play as well. Yeah. And, uh, I don't really have many other notes left on this because I think at this point I was just like, "Give me the fuck out of here!" But I wrote concussed plus penalty. Oh my god, yeah. He oh gets yeah, concussed. on he his was, debut yeah. as, as a nobody, yeah. he, they let him take the decisive penalty against Manchester <laughs> oh, United so after he got concussed. So he has the assist. He then scores a goal, and then he wins the penalty. 
Yeah, and that was the winner. But how did how did he get concussed? Why did so I write he that? He jumped up. He and got elbowed in the face oh, yeah. in the right. box. That's, that's how he right. won the pens. Yeah, so he caught an elbow to like <laughs> so the eye stupid. socket, and he was down. And it was the. 89th minute <laughs> yeah. and they're just like this is the last kick of the and, match and, and I think I think the guy if I recall correctly the guy who said no you take it was the same guy who, who like gave him the 10 minutes the ago yeah. you shouldn't like, be on the field exactly. <laughs> get out of yeah. here so he actually thinking back when during halftime the two substitutes that were made were Jimmy and that guy so they both came off the bench, and that guy was just talking shit to him the entire, the entire time. time yeah. The entire time. So, uh, of course, Jimmy scores the goal. They win three to two. He's celebrating, and as any terrible movie, <laughs> it like without even a sense of a sense of irony. This was like really. They did it on purpose. It ends so. with a freeze frame of him celebrating, and yeah. then the credits just roll over his face. Roll credits. We don't know what, what happened, happened to the baby. What we don't know what. We yeah, have no nothing. idea. They didn't wrap anything up. Dude. No. What happened with his dad? What happened with his mom? What, are they still broke? How did he afford the I, flat? There might yeah. is, What's going on? Is there a sequel? Is I, it I, in the works? I, 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 my, I wanted to know when what Sunday that comes. contract was like. Yeah. How much money was he making? Probably minimal because he, we don't know. Yeah, we don't know anything. They left all the all the important parts out. I think it was unresolved. Dude. I think the only thing we can agree on is that this script was written during like a PCP fever dream because it, <laughs> yeah. just it was a terrible insane. movie. But you know, we had fun watching it, and we've talked about it now for like pretty I'm much not, half the time the movie was. So yeah, yeah that's yeah. something. Right? Yeah, I've got way more questions. Um, I have answers after watching it. Oh, okay, I we don't even need to get really far into this, but I just looked up the director of this thing. Oh boy! And uh, Guy Ritchie. She apparently Maria. Okay, I'll just read this. Shortly after the ACLU launched its investigation of Hollywood's job discrimination, the New York Times published its 2017 article that triggered the Me Too movement exposing Harvey Weinstein of sexual harassment and assault. It was explosive, says Gisa, Maria Gisa, I guess that's the director's name. And suddenly our industry was throwing millions of dollars into the creation of new inside industry enforcement organizations like Time's Up, the Hollywood Commission, Reframe, and many others. Why is that on her Wikipedia page? It's just a quote she said. I thought it was going to be like she was involved in some like scandalous shit. But no, she just made a bad movie. Yeah. <laughs> Bummer. <laughs> Sorry, Maria. Um, yeah, she's... She oh. she didn't do a very. I good wonder job on what this. her she's she's got a house in Venice, California, and Stonington, Connecticut. Uh -oh. I think we need to go pay a visit. Pay a visit. <laughs> Where's Plus. the sequel? Yeah, <laughs> what happened with Andy? Where's the baby? Where's the baby? Oh, Was it your man. decision to put the Sheffield tattoo on the stripper's ass? <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! What's up with scene being in a hot tub full of other dudes drinking beers? Uh, very bizarre. Um, um, okay, so questions. A uh, lot of lessons learned on this CAC movie club. Now I know we. we need to I need to take better notes and we need to figure out a way to streamline this so I don't miss giant chunks of what's going on but yeah. it'll be better next time um, let's get into next week's picks Jordy you want to read these and we'll get the fuck out of here as yeah quick as let's we can. let's take a peek at what we got okay so home and away we've got the messy Miami versus the vagrant NYCFC uh, Miami Miami oh Messi. Alexi. Alexi's in it to win it. I'm wow. in it to win it now. I know okay. we're getting serious. Okay. Oh my okay. He's, he's my going for the Pessy because he's going to play. All right. Uh, New York Red Bulls versus Chicago. I got my Red Bulls. I got a draw. Bulls. Can we get this one? It's a draw. It's going to be a draw, bro. Red mm. Bulls are trash. Red Bulls won last match, didn't they? Oh, no. It was a draw. They uh, had that like ridiculous fucking draw. Yeah. That was like. Oh, wait, though, where are they going to play? Who knows? 
somewhere who, who, near. Well, they're gonna play Red Bull Arena because they they, they they're the not the homeless ones. No, uh, but did they fix the pipe? The pipe is the pipe is good. Okay, the pipe right. is good. I don't need to worry about the pipe. New England versus Charlotte. <laughs> I got New England. Revs. 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 Sorry. We got Revs across the board. It means it's gonna be Charlotte. Yeah. No Orla- changebacks. <laughs> no changebacks. Orlando versus Montreal. I got Orlando. This is my lock. One nil. Interesting right, lock. Right. I got a draw. I got Orlando. Interesting. The Basement Dwellers Toronto versus the Supporter Shield Cincinnati. Cincy, baby. It's hard to not say Cincinnati. Yes. Yes, Cincy. How do you not mean it's going to be Toronto? <laughs> Columbus versus Philly. I got Columbus. I got Philly. I got a draw. This, Ooh, is, this is the trifecta. Spicy. The trifecta. We, the we trifecta. love that one. Nashville versus Seattle. I got a draw on this one. I said draw as well. Uh,. There was a rebranding of. Uh, oh, they rebranded, didn't they? I didn't see what happened. The Sounders, right? Well, we can talk Which about means it. Next week. We probably should have talked about that up top. They're going to be in the mud. I don't know. When I Google Seattle Sounders, it just comes up with the same fucking logo. So they haven't rebranded well enough yet. I got Nashville. Oh, I see. I see their new brand. Oh, this is this is this is not good. Whatever. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> this. It's is not kind good. of. It's no worse. It's a little better. It's still bad. They're trash. They're trash organization. <laughs> yes. Yes. We know. All right. Sorry. What are we on? Seattle, uh, I think. I, I, got Nash. I said, yeah. I said a draw. Draw, draw, Nash. Okay. okay, Jordan. Draw, draw, Nash. Okay, St. Louis versus Kansas. Oh, Kansas City. Who, who wrote <laughs> I'm that? guessing. I wrote, wrote that. I wrote, I wrote it. <laughs> I thought it was funny. Uh, uh, I got to draw one. I got to draw. Who wrote oh, this, this smut? Your luck. <laughs> I wrote this smut. Maria Giesel. I got to draw. I got to draw one one. It's my lock. Uh, I got St. Louis. All right. Let's see. We've got Minnesota versus San Jose. I got mini baby. San Jose. I don't I know got, why. I got a draw. Oh, trifecta. another trifecta. Why do we call it a trifecta? I don't know. It's, it's caught on. <laughs> we got a derby coming up here. The uh, Houston Dynamo versus the Dallas Burn. Um, I said Houston. <laughs> it used to be called Dallas Burn back I in think, the day. I oh. think, you know, they're they're excited, coming Houston, off hot from their win. Houston are a great team right yeah. now. Um, I, I got a draw, though. I think Dallas will, will fight because it's a derby. It's going to be the Open Cup winners, Houston. Mm. Lamar Hunt, Open Cup winners. There you go. We got bottom of the barrel, Colorado versus Austin FC. Both these teams are terrible. They're both bad. Um, But Austin has a special place in my heart, Mm -hmm. so I'm going Austin. I'm going bottom of the barrel, Colorado. Mile (laughs) high, baby. Here we go. Their supporters. Mile high to pick them. I was going to say, yeah, their supporters' hopes are not a mile high. Uh, I took Austin for this one. Interesting. Just because Colorado are terrible. Yeah. yeah. Safe bet. All right. We got LA Galaxy versus the Portland Timbers. I got Portland as usual. I'm picking Alexi's team. I've Appreciate been supporting ya. them all season. Appreciate you. Um, I'm also picking Portland, but I will say with the caveat that LA Galaxy have been some tough customers last couple of weeks. Yeah. They, they, they play with it's, a lot of fight. It's weird because they're generally bad. but yeah. And I mean, Win- the Timbers are going is, LA, so. Yeah. Yeah, I got Timbers. Um, I got a draw. The playoff run is dwindling down for Portland Stop, in this dude. match. Here you always go. want to do this. Here shit, we go. You know I, mean? I, I, I chose Portland last time. Hey, well, it, that's a good choice. It didn't save me, but paid, uh, off. paid off. I got one right, at least. <laughs> what do we got? Vancouver versus DC United. I got a draw on this one. Vancouver, easy. This is easy for Vancouver. DC United takes it 2-1. It's my luck. No, <laughs> Another no, trifecta. No way. No this way. guy's a mile high. No way. Uh, last match of the weekend. LAFC versus the Real Salt Lake. I got LAFC winning. 
Damn. Um, I was going to pick the Real Housewives of Salt Lake, but oh, I'm going yeah. with Draw. I'm going with Got Draw. It. I had to go with a Draw as well, just to include an extra one, because there are so many last week. Um, all right. What are we most excited for? Real quick, and then we can get the fuck out of here. Um, Champions League, because that's actually going to be... <laughs> <laughs> two weeks in a row for Amy. <laughs> Why can I say I'm a fan? <laughs> what do you got, Eric? Um, Luton Town played twice this week, and I got one of their players in fantasy God, against all the odds, and, and and I took a four-point so hit to do it. Oh, two, my God. So two, two zeros in a row. I'm, I'm going to be a Luton fan this weekend. Okay. Yeah. For me, easy, Bayern and Leipzig. That is going to be... That's the match... That in a way will determine who's going to win Bundesliga. It's it's both those teams are so fun to watch, and uh, I'm I'm so excited for that game. I'm going to go to banter, going to watch it. Friend of the show, uh, Joe. What's happening? Joe the Jordy Saturday, nice. Newcastle. Yeah, that's what's happening Saturday. And yeah, for me is the Carabao Cup. Uh, Newcastle beat Man City, which was a shocker, but now they draw against Manchester United. Let's see if they can do it again. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I think they can in like late October, Jordy. Yeah, it's the thirtieth. <laughs> <laughs> we'll check in with you next week. That's see what I'm excited like, for, right? You never said when. He's just going to leave that every fucking <laughs> show, though. I, I bank my excitement for the next few weeks. I keep banking it. Um, all right, Amy, where can they find us? <laughs> all right, y'all. You can find us on the socials. We are at Calling All Casuals on TikTok and Instagram. And we're on Twitter at Calling Casuals. You can also email us, callingallcasuals at gmail.com. Let us know what you thought about this month's CAC Movie Club when Saturday comes. We would love to know your thoughts. Yeah, did I think you we think had a lot, was, of, we had a lot of notes for ourselves, too. We I think. did have a lot of notes. Um, anyway, that's where you could find us. That's it. Um, Check us right. out. Everyone, thank you so much for listening. Amy, thank you for being here and being Alexi, casual. thank you. Thank you for watching that Sean Bean movie with me. Thanks Sean for that Bean. quiz. Um, Thanks for writing up. Awesome quiz hey, that no I crushed. You hear that, Quizmaster Jordy? Um, thank you, Quizmaster Jordy, though, for being. <laughs> thank you, Quizmaster Jordy. Thank you, Quizmaster Jordy. I'm excited for him to make a quiz for next week. I got, I got one banked for you, just oh. like my excitement. I keep that thing on me. <laughs> okay. Okay, Eric, thank you for being here, too. Producer Eric, uh, maybe you can produce a little bit next week. Uh, Happy to be here. As always. And not, and not produce hey, for once. Uh, and, uh, whatever. Don't forget to keep it <laughs> casual. Productions Podcast.